Hello and welcome to episode 105 of Mature Game of Bits and PCs. Um, tonight we've got the lovely Vimesy. Hello. And the, well, I'm not quite, what can I pre prefix Proton with? Um, I think you just did. Oh, prefix Proton. <laughs> um, Evening. <laughs> welcome Proton, I haven't spoke to you for a long, long time. It has been a while, Kev, yes. Um, but how's things? Um, slowly, thanks. Slowly, how? Life, life, life marches on. Um, I'm now requalified. I have lots of, uh, not so much letters after my name, but I have, uh, I have job security again, which is a, which is a good thing. Requalified as what? Uh, a commercial gas engineer. Okay. And domestic gas engineer. I can now touch everything gas related up to 16 bar. Handy. Handy. It is. <laughs> good. Right, it's not our, it's not our show, so I won't go on about it anymore. <laughs> Do you go on about it on your show? Well, um, Rob, God bless him, he, he designs power stations for a living. Of course he does. And I put them together. <laughs> so we tend to go off on one sometimes. He put, he put power stations together as well. Well, well. Uh, he, he designs them and I build them. It's as simple as that. I mean, I, I'm going to leave it there, <laughs> I think. Um, <laughs> but, um, okay, well... Proton, welcome. Um, and I, seagulls. I'm a seagulls, yeah. I, I did, sorry, it is really warm. The window had to don't, go open. Seagulls have to be heard. Don't apologise, mate. It's a lovely sound. Um, but yes, um, so it was um, the uh, the big event this weekend. Um, the Dota. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, so I'm a bit concerned about this Dota thing, looking at the show notes. Um, so it was the MGPX, which I oh, forgot no. about like a professional. Um, How did you forget? I, it just didn't seem like it was going to happen quite yet. I guess work and busyness and whatever else. I was like, no, no, it's later in the month, late in the month. And then I, I, did, I, I did see you play TF2 before, I, before Rob came and picked me up. Uh, yes, I've been playing a lot of TF2. Well, we'll get to that in a bit. Um, so, did you guys have a good time? Was it uh, was it a good event? It was good fun. Um, yeah, I met Clarky. I didn't know he was a seven foot tall monster. Is he seven foot tall monster? <laughs> uh, okay, he's a he's a big lad, vertically yeah. and horizontally. What's the what's the the big one? Scully out of Monsters University. Scully. He's kind of, um, yeah, yeah, the big one. Yeah, yeah, with no hair. <laughs> yeah, bless him. A bold you Scully. Know. Yeah. It was, a, it was good to meet Clarky. Although, although I'll, I'll be honest with you, Clarky, because I know you listen. I didn't expect you to be so tall. I don't I, know. I haven't really thought about so it. No one expected me to be that short either. I was a bit disappointed. <laughs> I've met you before, John. I know what to expect. Yeah, well, I've people come up to me and go, oh, you're a little short for a podcast. Though. So I felt like Princess Leia in Star Wars. <laughs> no, 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 that would be Luke Skywalker in Star Wars. That's what I felt like. <laughs> <laughs> Not Princess Leia. Um, a couple of times in the toilets later on. Oh, cool. Um, there, there, there was there was lots of foodie and there was lots of beer drunk and there was um, you know, uh, Rockstar came out eventually. Uh, yeah, there was tried, games there. I, I tried to hack into uh, John's computer, which didn't go down too well. I tried the usual passwords like League of Legends and a few hero names, but that didn't work. <laughs> Password one, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, it, it was good. It went on till about I think I finally hit the sack at about midnight. And uh, Rob, bless him, booked us in a different hotel to everyone else. Yay! Which was which was a good thing. 
because yeah, everyone was. else at the parking got woken up at five with a fire alarm. Nice. Yeah, oh, five and then half past five. Oh, they decided to do it really? twice. Once just wasn't enough. Did yep. you? Did you? Did people depart from the hotel, or did they just suck it up and kind of roll over? Pretty much. Oh, we were out there. I was out there by six. <laughs> well, you went home. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, I, th- I thought I thought you left early due to other reasons. That as well, but yeah. It was just, okay. I was knackered. I didn't get much sleep that night, and it was just like, oh, fucking hell. I was just drifting off to sleep, and the blasted fire alarm goes off. It's like, yeah, thanks for that. And then it went off after about 10 seconds. I thought, brilliant. And then literally six, seven minutes later, went off again. It's like, I know this doesn't help, but Blue Tack works very well. <sighs> I've had to shut them up before. Yeah, it doesn't help, but thanks for the effort. <laughs> for next time. Yeah. But. Any 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 uh, disasters? Any um, any gossip from the event? Was there an affair going on or something like that? Um, mm, um, uh, uh, no. Uh, uh, one Mister Dalek sex almost broke Kev's laptop. Um, that is doing the rounds on Twitter. If that doesn't go viral, I won't be happy. Well, <laughs> it's the look on it's the look on Kev's face afterwards. I don't know if it's insurance for Kev. Or yeah. For, Dalek, you didn't see the look on Anna's goodness. face later on in the evening when she found I, out about <laughs> I did not. Did she look as murderous as him? Oh, um, yeah. I wouldn't have been there. Put it that way. If, if, I, oh God, if he'd have walked in the room at that time. No, basically, Dalek was being what could only be described as Dalek and uh, tried to jump off the stage <laughs> whilst yeah, hooking that's... his foot around the power cable of the uh, nice, beautiful... I'm just, just watching it now. Uh, hang on a second. Is it me, or do, don't MacBooks have, like, a magnetic charger on them? Yeah, the modern ones do, I think, yes. The, the maglocks. I did think that, but obviously it must be a, a slightly older version. It might be a sound version. cable, or it's something like that. I don't know what cable it was. It was a cable <gasps> that was, was plugged into it. And, uh, yeah, it was... It was um, the, the, the the video clip is, is amusing. Um, it probably wasn't at the time. Mm, um, yes. yes. But, uh, yeah, it, that was just one of many adventures of Dalek sex, which we we're not going into due to various legal reasons and possible <clears throat> cases that might be well, proceeding. Well, I, 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 spoke, I, I spoke to him and he says it's got a flash drive in there, so I think he might be all right, but it's better than the platter's being fucked, put it that way. Oh, that, yeah, Matt <clears throat> um, don't don't have a... Um, old-fashioned uh, mechanical hard drive, so it should be fine. I have no idea. I don't own one, so... I don't know. It might have a two-and-a-half-inch normal drive in it. I don't know. Oh! We just lost Vimesy. Um, he sure... Is Vimesy back? Oh, I'm back! Yay! Yay what happened there? technology! I don't know, but it seemed to coincide with the Dota match starting, so I, I wouldn't... Uh, I, I did wonder why the core quality thing kept being bad. It's you streaming, like, HD Dota, isn't it? Well, I'm not no. doing it either. I, I, <laughs> what's going? Right, okay, okay. Let's just let's just get this Dota stuff over and done with. So, Vimesy, what have you been playing? Dota two. It's good. The Revenge. Mm-hmm. It's all right, we're, isn't it? We were watching it on a projector, weren't we? We were. We, we <laughs> as soon as John's back was turned at the. Uh, uh, MGPX, I, I managed to get the stream up and running on the big screen, and um, because we couldn't get the sound um, up loud enough to, to battle over rock band going on in the background, I provided my own casting commentary, which is brilliant when you consider the amount I know about Dota, which was, there's a purple man hitting a red man over the head with a something. He's I'm dead now. Casting, <laughs> yeah. Well, he's, he's dead now by a flashing thing, which is fired by the blue 
and pink guy over there. And the one with the funny tail that looks like a scorpion but isn't a scorpion um, has now vanished, disappeared, reappeared somewhere else and has probably died in a ball of fire. I, I, I had some bastard kill me earlier by grab, coming through the floor and grabbing me and pulling me down. It was some character called Tower. I've not heard of him before. Uh, no, I haven't some, either. Some sort of strange walking totem and he just came and pulled me through the floor and killed me, the bastard. Oh, that's nice. No, so I don't mm. know where this, this Dota thing has come from, Kev, but um, it's... Mm. Uh, Better I than I don't know. I think um, I did exactly the same thing last year when um, the international was on last year. I, I, I love, I mentioned this on the show last time, I love watching Dota. I have no idea why. Can't play it for Toffee, but I, for some reason I just adore watching it. Um, it's, uh, hmm. I, 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 some of the have engaged with it, others haven't. Um, I, uh, it's really bizarre because I, I have actually did watch a little bit of the Street Fighter 4 tournament stuff i think maybe it's not dota but it's that whole competitive way just in case you get the wrong idea i am aware um because i'm obviously more familiar with street fighter as a game anyway because i played it for what 20 odd years Mm -hmm. um and it was slightly one of my chaps in the office actually went to las vegas actually was in the uh tournament wow so um it was kind of even more um okay let's let's take a look see what it's like but um it did that. Remind me that that just reminded me of kind of the bad days of people just fireballing until ad nauseum. <laughs> it's like fireball, fireball, fireball at each other all the entire time, and um, waiting for someone to make a mistake. Which I was like, okay, this is apparently the, apparently that final was really good, and I was like, oh, sorry, I I wasn't that excited. <laughs> and uh, Dota, well, it's I, I can't. I just don't enjoy watching other people play games. Maybe it's because no, I'm antisocial. Are you it's... turning into John? No, because he seems to like stuff more than I do, yeah, I guess. He does, oh, no, he, he doesn't like playing games. That was it. That's what he told me. Yeah, that's weekend. right. I, I don't like playing games. I do like playing games. That's the key difference, I think. Fair enough. Okay, so what games have you been playing? Uh, <laughs> well, as as you played Divinity, and I played a bit of Divinity as well, it's probably worth talking about that. Um, okay. I still can't decide on my favourite pairing of characters to start playing the game. No, with. I think I've replayed the introduction <laughs> uh, up until kind of the, the the first city town thing, whatever you want yep. to call it. I think I've replayed that about seven times now. Yeah, I'm probably on about ten, maybe twelve times. Yeah, I just cannot make my mind up as I want to be. It's almost like actually, can you just give me one or give me four? Because two just isn't quite enough or it's too much. Sure, I and mean, I can appreciate that. And apparently in that first town, you do find the helper minions as well. So I mean, we'll yeah. power through. But um, the a friend of mine who I, I bought a copy for, because I thought he might like it, he's got really into it. He said, basically, melee's not worth it. <laughs> he said, just, he goes, I think he's wizard and, like, ranger or something. And he said... Well, that's interesting, because that's exactly the combination I've just picked up. Ah, Okay. Um, but he says, yeah, basically better off the summoning stuff and shooting from afar because you're just too, it's too hard to manage the melee side of things. Um, but interesting. I'm 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 going to keep <laughs> quick bashing away until I'm I'm happy with a combination. Um, have you played Divinity Original Sin? Are you aware of it, Proton? Not in the slightest. What is it? It is it was originally a Kickstarter project. Um, right, yep, that's and, where I come in. 
<laughs> yes, and that will obviously relate to a another exciting topic in the news later on. Um, but it was a very successful Kickstarter project that got funded. Now it got put on Steam and is, I think, currently um, smashing in the Steam charts and like number two, number two in the Steam charts. I mean, it's doing really well. Yeah, very well. So it's so it's not tanking then. No, I mean it's it's not, wow. it's a it's not a cheap game. It's, it's a not 20, a typical Kickstarter. No, game, it's, a, it's a it's a twenty nine ninety nine um, purchase wow. on Steam. Um, yeah. But it's a old school kind of Baldur's Gate style. Um, why have I not heard of this? Hold, hold on, is it like it. is it is it like Dota or is it like Baldur's Gate? It's like Baldur's it Gate. It looks like da- yeah, it's been like Dota. <clears throat> but the game has nothing to do with Dota. Um, it's it's an old school game with a kind of a, a new um, graphical take on it. Okay. Uh, it's very pretty, is what you're saying. It is very pretty. It it's, it's got the graphics. It does have all the graphics, and it's not pixel based. Oh, all of the graphics. All it does look quite nice, doesn't it? It is very pretty. Is, is, is the camera fixed? Uh, yeah. uh, we can scroll. Well, I think so, isn't it? Well, yeah. I mean, you, you can, can move s- around. You can. You can no, no. What, what, what I mean is, can you can you you know twist? Can I you, don't. You know, I don't believe you can. Can you go into like third person view or something like that? No, 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 no. Not I meant I've, like, I've, I've... spin the camera around, you know, get don't, a different angle on the scene. Don't you can do it to a degree, so. but only like a tiny bit. So if you wanted to peep round corners, for example, <clears> you could kind of you can kind of move it that way. But no, otherwise it's it's basically fixed. But um, oh, right. it's uh, apart from how it looks, which is you know, it's it's kind of a annoying. It follows the the basic tropes, doesn't it? I mean, the first. First opening to the game is guess what? You wash up on a beach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could be a prisoner instead, but they went for the beach. Yeah, yeah. yeah where would the fun be there? But um, it's it's the writing that's that's either. So um, it's the story is it? Yeah, the story. The story. It's, I mean, it's the game. Good, though, I think. It's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's real time real time movement, but with turn based combat. So when you get in a combat scene, it kind of changes. It doesn't change camera angles and that, it just kind of moves to a turn-based situation. Um, it's a bit like South Park in that instance sort of thing, or any other sort of JRPG where you, you're free to kind of move <clears> about. As soon as you almost trigger a radius of an enemy, it kind of pauses. The camera, I think, moves slightly into a kind of combat yeah, mode yeah. or something like that. And then you go into, you know, you, it, I've, I've checked it out now. There is kind of initiation role, and at the top you'll see the order in which your characters are going to attack or be attacked. Of course. Um, so my presumption kind of... was correct the other week. Though, so I think so. It looks like that. Yeah, um, I've tried it a few times, and the order does change depending on, um, you know, some element of randomness. So I'm assuming it's initiation role. Um, although you do tend to go first, so I'm assuming that's because your your one of your skills is probably higher than most mobs. But yeah. um, it's it's a good combat system. It seems to work quite nicely. Uh, um, what I like about it is the, the kind of the amount of things you can do, the the way you can use the the environment, or you can just start using your imagination. So you've got all the all all the kind of things you would hope that you could do. So, for example, um, you could find a water barrel, spill it on the floor, and then use an electric shock to electrocute the water, which would then electrocute the creeps that are stood in it. Um, oh, so it's quite good in that respect, though. Yeah, yeah, very good. Yeah, and if you know if there isn't a water barrel, then fine. Cast a rain cloud that will rain on them. Then you electrocute them. Yeah. Okay. Or if that's not the case, if there's an enemy standing in a pool of blood, electrocute the blood. That works just as well, apparently. So you know there are lots of ways you can do it. 
um, there are lots of different things. You could, I think I talked last time about the fact that one of the first things you can do when you get to the, the city is there's a boat on fire. And it doesn't tell you to do anything. It doesn't hint at it. It doesn't do anything, really. And I just thought, well, I'll cast a... I'll try and put the fire out and cast a rain cloud and it rained and it put the fire out and I got a massive boost to my reputation and a little bit of, I think I got some gold as well or something. Um, and I could have just walked past that and just thought, oh, that's a very interesting sort of piece, you know, almost like a piece of colour that they've, they've added in to sort of show that the port's under attack and stuff. So it, it does leave quite a lot up to you to go and investigate. Mm-hmm. So you can, you know, I don't know, one of the first things you do is you get to do a, an investigation mission on uh, you're kind of there to discover why a certain uh, I can't remember what it is, it's like a chancellor or something like that isn't it, you, or an elder from the town has, who's been murdered um, and you're there to kind of investigate it and you can kind of do that however you want um, you know, you could try talking to all the people who are concerned you could try going to the, the scene of the crime and investigating or you could just break into their houses and read their diaries you know, that kind of thing um, The usual route then the, yeah, uh, pretty much. El- El- Elder Scrolls actually, route. It gives you those, those... kind of, yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but no, it's it's a really great game. I'm surprised you aren't aware of it, Proton, but yeah, you should definitely uh, check it out, I think. I'll, I'll be honest, I've been more preoccupied with waiting for what's in the releases section. Um, I really hope you haven't. Why? <laughs> really, have you yeah, played I, it? I wouldn't hold your breath on that one. Why? Um, <sighs> we'll get there. All right, all right, come on then. Um, <laughs> do you want to talk a little about, bit about Destiny or not bother? I can talk a little bit about Destiny because um, it's topical and there are possibly some listeners out there who may have something other than a PC. And it will come to PC, I'm absolutely positive at some point. Um, I went to web for very long though because um, everybody's talking about it. So the beta started... Um, Thursday night, I think it was, or I can't remember, something like that. Um, so picked it up on the PS4. Um, it's a stupidly long install time. Um, it does this thing where it makes you think that, you know, I had the alpha installed anyway, and then you go to the store and you kind of, it, it has this download that finishes in like two minutes, and you think, bloody hell, that's great. Maybe they were just updating a config file or something like that in the in the alpha. And then it goes this thing where it's, you boot it up, you think, oh, great, I'm going to be able to play it tonight. And then it says, yeah, transferring data. It doesn't say anything about downloading. It just says transferring data, which took, what, four hours? It was about 10 gigs worth of movement there. So, you know, wow. obviously just downloading. I'm just sitting there thinking, oh, bastards. Um, but, yeah, it's got to play it. Um, different, slightly different content from the alpha. Some of the content's a bit the same. Some of the content's a bit different. Um, it still looks beautiful, still plays like Halo come Borderlands. Um, I tweeted out today, I've got some concerns with how the, the game is going to work in real. I think it's, I think it's a brilliant game. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm really enjoying playing it. It's great when you're, you can get into like fire teams of, of three of you. So you can either play it solo, you can play it with two, you can play it with three of you. That's basically your limit. Um, and you can squad up and go and shoot things in the face. And, um, that works really well. My concern is the usual thing with MMOs is about the level gap. So, you know, mm-hmm. if I if I play it and cane it over the weekend and get to level thirty, and then Beastie, you pick it up on you know Monday mm. and you, you're only level ten, it, it stops us playing. Apart from the sort of the standard multiplayer, you know, conquest, domination, whatever it is, style of game, 
um, the actual kind of story mode and stuff, it, it, it stops us from playing that unless I go back and redo content. Because basically, each of the each of the story missions, I think there's only there's only, I think four or five in the in the beta, but you can't unlock mission two until you've done mission one. You can't unlock mission three until you've done mission two. Mm-hmm. Um, I can jump into say if you're doing story mission five, and I haven't done any, I could jump into your game because you're hosting it. But if I do that, um, for example, I think I was level three and I jumped into a game and um, the two people I was playing with were level eight, I think, uh, level six, I think. Right. But the bots, the, the, the mobs we were playing were showing up for me just as big question marks. You know, they're doing all pretty right, much okay. yeah, yeah. over a certain level. You don't see the level. You just see question mark, question mark, question mark. And apparently these were level nine mobs, um, but I was shooting them and it was just saying immune, immune, immune. So I wasn't even doing any damage mm. to them. Okay, interesting. That's And it's kind of like, well... I get that because obviously they're a high level mob and they want to give challenge to the people in my team who, you know, are three or four levels ahead of me. But what am I going to do? Um, I'm just going to hang around at the back. I'm, you know, not really going to get very much experience for this. I'm not going to get, I can't do anything. It doesn't make me feel particularly good doing it. Um, In some of the, and that's kind of like the story mission, so that's slightly different. Some of the mobs are slightly lower, so I can get it, but it does make me worry a little bit about the final game where, how are they going to manage to do that? Now there are different, different kind of uh, there are different options in your gameplay. So you've got those story missions, but you've also got kind of explore missions where the map is kind of split out with different leveled areas. So some parts of the map will have lower levels, and some places will have higher levels. And um, so if you wanted to go group with your friends, that you could do that. But again, why would you want to come? shoot low-level mobs with me and not get any experience at all or anything like that when, you know, you could be going and actually getting some decent... Well, I guess... Uh, I guess it I depends upon... It. The, I guess it depends upon the content. Um, if you burn through the content at high level anyway, that basically you've got to go back and replay stuff anyway, probably not a big deal, um, yeah. as long as there are basically some rewards. What fascinates me, and I think this is a, a common issue that I don't understand, particularly with these kind of um, MMO-style games or MMO-pure games... Mm-hmm. Is why there isn't just a pure psychic system like Sea of Heroes had ten years ago. I, I, I find it really, really yeah, peculiar. That? What do you mean by that? A, a psychic system was basically um, I was level twenty-two. You just yep. started playing the game. I would so psychic, psychic you, and you'd be level twenty straight away. Oh right, yeah. So just similar to what Guild Wars does, and um, where it temporarily boosts you. Uh, and you could do it the other way round as well, yep. um, and yep. you get various rewards based upon that. Um, that seems so easy to do, to in my opinion, and it's so old a feature. I mean, it's baffling that it's not utilised more. Again, it's in alpha slash beta. Maybe they're working on stuff like that. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm I'm quite. I know that people are quite interested in this. What buzz about it? But I, I think of very much I, my cynical cynical nature is definitely going like, uh huh, yeah, I'll wait and see. Um, there's nothing I've seen so far. It may be big. Get, see anything I've seen maybe you get excited, um, but I, I, I personally, you know, like me, I won't play it on a console. I hate shooters on console. No, I know, I know you. I mean, the, the actual um, the actual gameplay is really slick and it's it's bungee. You know, what do you expect? It is sure, uh, it, and it feels incredibly. So I, I did, um, you know, and I've, I've replayed quite a lot of the missions, and, and they're okay. But you you kind of know what to expect and that's the problem I'm, I'm always, I like to explore areas and wander around and just go find anything different 
Um, but the actual combat's brilliant. I mean, you know, and I've replayed bits, and we've gone and uh, uh, you know. It's very satisfying when you melee somebody, when, and I'm playing as a hunter at the moment, and you can you knife throw, and you feel the thunk as it hits into sort of an enemy's face and stuff. And you know, it's it's very visceral. You do feel kind of it feels good to shoot the guns. It feels really good. The loot isn't overdropped. So like mm-hmm. in Borderlands, I think it just it spams you with loot all the time. But that is um, the point of Borderlands. Though, yeah, it, it kind of is, but it's. Fun irritating because you have to keep going into into your inventory and swapping things out and doing all this whereas in um in destiny the the loot is it's there but they don't overdo it so when i come out of a mission if i go and do a set story mission and admittedly these are low level you know so i imagine the missions will get harder and longer as you go as you go through the game but at the moment they're, they're relatively short you can do a mission in 25 you know 20 minutes half an hour tops um you know you might come away from that with a couple of good drops of loot so, you know, a new pair of boots and a new gun or something like that. But the, what gets interesting is they, they've, they've implemented all the mechanics where you also can then, if you want to, as you keep using that particular weapon, you can unlock perks for that weapon kind of thing. And okay. each weapon comes with different types of perk and things like that. So, um, you know, there are, there are lots of different things. You know, you're not just leveling your character up. You could level a weapon up, for example, to a certain point. Before having, you know, before you would have to swap it out again at some point. Um, so, you know, um, I'm really, really enjoying the game. I do have some concerns about its, you know, it better bring some end game content. That's all, and I know that that seems really harsh to say that when you're capped at level eight in the in the in the beta, uh, you you know, we're playing a really apparently a really tiny element of the game. And I'm already saying there better be some decent endgame content because the problem is I can see it's flying and people will fly through. I know people who have gone, you know, who got to level eight on the first night. Mm. And you can do that quite quite easily. In a couple of sessions, you can easily hit level eight. Now, obviously, it's the lower levels, so I'm expecting the the leveling to slow down as it becomes, you know, as you as you level up more because that's what you always do in MMOs. You know, you yeah. start off by feeding people levels fairly quickly, and then you slow it down as you get to 20 and 20, you know, level 40 might take you a week or something. I don't know. But um, I, I do have some concerns that hopefully they can, they can there better be some decent bloody end game. The multiplayer itself, though, is is very good. It's very Halo, but it's from what I've played, it's very, very good anyway. So it stands on its own right there. But I am really excited about the game. I just have some... Uh, it's, it's, that's the only niggle I can think about for it, in all honesty, is just that level gap thing. Because otherwise, it's just really, really good. Mm. It's not going to be a, another Titanfall, no? The only um. thing that concerns me slightly <laughs> is that, because they've done an alpha and a beta, it's, yeah. it's almost like, you know, I've played that same content several times. When the game comes out, um, is it going to put people off they think, oh, actually, because a bit like Titanfall, Titanfall had such a long beta that by the time the game came out, I felt like I'd had enough of playing it. I think that but, was the problem. Yeah, I don't have that feeling. I want to play more Destiny. I really want to play more Destiny. <clears throat> so, okay. um, yeah, I, I don't have concerns too much around that. Okay. But, um, yeah. Um, so that's that's what I was I was playing with that. I don't think I've played much else. What else did I play? Dota, Divinity, Destiny. Games at MGPX I played. Yeah, you know, just a retro stuff and things like that. But uh, that's about it. So, so that's my lot, really. I was living up the Pac-Man machine. It's great. 
I was the original Pac-Man on the Commodore 64. It was brilliant. Ah, yeah. uh, okay. I was hoping you have, you're putting like kind of 1978 ten pences into. Uh, I would have yeah. if it was there. Yeah. Um, I say, Proton. What have you been playing? Um, the the only two games I've been playing for probably the past month. Um, I don't know why. Um, Payday Two sucked me back in quite dramatically to the point where there's at least six people playing it every night and I'm normally one of them. Um, there's normally a team, team of four of us, myself, uh, fat bald bloke and Pab, uh, normally the three of us, and then we either have Six or Kev uh, Cavino join us. Um, I've put 142 hours into this. Jesus Christ. Um, I'm level 81 at the moment, and I know when I get to 100 I'm going to dump everything, go back to level one, but I'll have an infamous level, which means I'll have a nice shiny card on fire that I'll hold in the loading screen and uh, a few other perks or something. But, I mean, you get to a point where you amass so much money and uh, you're not really too sure what to do with it. So, I mean, I've got a total of probably 70 or 80 skill points to 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 spec, so I've gone about and respect myself in a sort of of middle-of-the-road Jack of all trades type thing to the point where you know I've got uh, six pull ties so I can take enough hostages or I can blow safes off and uh, I can have silent drills and I can also fall from a reasonable height without dying and uh, uh, run at a reasonable rate and throw bags quite hard. You know, it's, it's it's a general middle of the road character. I mean, have you played this, Beastie? Um, I picked it up. I think yeah. at some kind of sale. Um, never played it properly. Um. Tried it with bots, which I recommend no, nobody does. No, bots uh, are yeah, bad thick idea. as pig shit. Um, they don't know what they're doing. Why they even added them into the game is truly baffling, because actually it made it a really shitty experience. <laughs> um, it does. It really does. This game can only be played with two or more friends. Um, so I basically... That's why I did of it, and then... I, because I'm fickle and that was all it took, I just went, okay, bugger that, I'll try later. And um, generally, because yeah, of. Did. Well, no, really, it doesn't really help because of the times of the day that I end up kind of getting on the computer um, because of work and life and whatever else. The, generally, the, when I go over to TeamSpeak, it's only for people playing LOL and I don't want to play LOL anymore. So it's kind of, mm. nah, I'm getting bothered. So it's kind of, I should bother more to be a bit more social, but. I'm an antisocial bastard most of the time. I don't, no, that's that's not fair. It's not true. I just can't be bothered. By the time we had a long day at work, I just want to play some games and not worry about it. Um, but no, that's I, a lot. I need to. I mean, I've got it. I bought it. I should really play it. But you know, it's um, it's a bit of a bit of a drag really at the first few levels. Till you probably hit about level twenty, and you know where you want to spec yourself. Um, but if you've got enough people, you know, three of the people to play with, they'll help you with builds and they'll tell you where to go and you'll eventually end up getting uh, a stealth build and a, and a loud build. Yeah, and, um, yeah, okay, fair enough, yeah. Um, uh, you know, for the missions you can sneak and for the missions you just want to go in and put a shotgun in someone's face. Have you yeah. ever done this, this, this game where, because I think one of the things I was quite keen on was when it came out, there was talk about how you could do the missions stealthily or you could do them guns blazing or you could yeah. try and do them stealthily and then go guns blazing and I played it for a little while not very long a couple of weeks um, I think I played with you a couple of times actually um, Chris and you probably I did never have I ever seen anybody even attempt to do this stealthily 
Oh, yeah, has, we, has, we do. Has, we do. Have people actually done it in a, in, yeah. you know, proper yeah, we do it. Stuff, snuck in, grabbed stuff and got out without being discovered? Yeah, yeah, we, we've done it quite a few times now. There's, um, I mean, if you're going to go in loud guns blazing, the level will probably take you about 20 minutes. If you do it stealthily, you're probably looking at about 45, 50 minutes. Because you, you have to basically, well, say basically, you can buy a camera feed. So you've got one bloke sitting on the camera feed marking the guards. And then you have mm-hmm. to plot their routes. And when they get into a space where you can't see, where they can't be seen, you kill them. And you uh, answer their page just saying, oh, sorry, I knocked it. You bag them up and you stick them in a bin so they don't get found. And then you slowly go around That's and take all the... stealthy. It is stealthy because you're you have killing to take people down. and knocking. No, no, I'm talking about going in, not disturbing, and ghosting it. Oh, there is, there is one. It's called a sh- uh, shadow raid level, and if you get remotely spotted at all, it's it's just game over. You have to. It's sneaking into a mercenary's warehouse and basically stealing everything you can get your grubby little mitts on, like paintings. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Um, there was a there was an achievement actually that me and Mark got. It's. Um, we had to find two key cards, and we opened up this massive safe and stole four parts to a samurai samurai suit, and I managed to get them back. But with these suits, I mean, your movement speed is atrocious. You can't throw them because they're just really heavy. So we managed to get them back to the van, and we got a, a, a special samurai mask. So that was quite nice. Um, but yeah, there are certain ones you can stealth up completely, but. I mean, we've, we've, we do the uh, bank heists with the gold. We can do that stealthy. We've got a few people in some places opening, this, opening some doors up to get the electrics off to the safe door so we can not get electrocuted when we put the drill on. And, mm-hmm. you know, we take the guards out, and there's always one guard left in the security office that we can't get. So we all get into position, and then we all count down, and then we all run in and cause absolute chaos and tell everyone to get down, tie them up. Whoever's gone and got the card for the security office has to run in, open the door as quickly as they can, kill him and answer the pager. Um, and then when that's done, everyone's tied up and taken care of, and we can just leisurely open every single cash deposit box in the safe. And we end up with a humongous payout. It's like bags of gold, bags of money. Um, but, yeah, once everything's t- once everyone's taken care of, all four of us can sit there and pick, uh, what is it, 26 columns... Of ten in each row, so that's a lot to get through, and the payout's oh. humongous. I mean, certain levels like Firestarter, uh, where you um, you're basically sneaking into an airport uh, airfield, and you have to uh, get hold of some uh, shipment of weapons. Yeah. So it's there's, there's you can do it stealthily, but you're not meant to. I've set, I've watched a video of doing it stealthily, but I've tried it and I can't do it. So you have to go in and just basically take out all the um, the Mendozas, the uh, criminal family that you're going up against, mm-hmm. and then for some reason the uh, FBI get alerted and you end up getting assaulted while you're trying to steal 14 bags of weapons, taken right. uh, out of the hangars, up the hill and in the back of the van as quickly as you can. So yeah, that's quite good. There's another one with uh, uh, rats. You have to go and cook meth. So basically, you run in as quickly as you can. I mean, if you're doing this from the start, you don't know what to do, but we've done it so many times. We run around outside, pick up all the ingredients, and then run upstairs, kill the Oh, I played this gangsters. one with you. It was a bit bizarre. Yeah, you, you have to cook, cook your meth. all the meth while the police are trying to bust down the doors or something. Basically, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we cook the meth, we take, take it, and we run away. Or we or we were doing it. I think they've nerfed it a bit more now because I looked at the experience and basically you can fuck up the whole thing 
and get some really good experience really quickly. So what you do is you, you put the wrong ingredient in first, you blow up the lab, you do an absolute runner as quickly as you can when it catches fire, you wait for the van to turn up, you do that, then you have to go meet these other gangsters. Uh, you don't have the meth for them, so you just run around killing them and try and find the code whether they've either uh, set fire to it or whether you can actually get it. Sometimes you do get it, sometimes you don't. So after that, you run away, and then you end up, uh, the last phase is you're on a bridge. Uh, you've basically uh, stopped an FBI transport to try and get this family out, um, and they're on a bus full of money, basically. And when you open the suit, once you've killed them all on board, you can get three of them defending while one of you runs on board, opening briefcases, taking the money. But when you take the money out, there's a block of C4 under it. So if you've got the code from the previous mission, you can turn it off. So basically three defending while one person bags it all up and chucks it out the bus. And then eventually, if you've bought a special thing, you can get a helicopter to come down and then you all slowly move all the bags to the helicopter. And you get like 200 grand per bag. And it's just a humongous payout for like weapons and offshore. And you get something stupid like 145,000 XP. I mean, we had uh, Six join us when he just started playing. Um, yeah. We probably put him up about twenty levels within a couple of missions because we were doing all the really hard ones because yeah. we know because we know what we're doing to, to a certain degree. Um, so yeah, it's um, well in- interesting on that note. Just looking at my Steam friends list tonight, it's yeah. Payday Two, uh, Divinity, and Dota Two. So we've we've covered we've covered so far all the bases. <laughs> we are uh, we are relevant. As we are podcast. clearly clearly very relevant. Um, I, I I think with with pay, payday there's going to be a lot more come out because some of the missions go over like three days is the biggest one we've found yet but I mean it goes up to seven so I'm hoping eventually that they'll release a seven day mission because that that that'll be fun but they uh, did you see the big bank DLC that came out it was like a fiver no no I'm vaguely aware payday I remember the payday original DLC it was actually really generous with what they gave out so yeah. Um, okay. They're okay. Yeah, the um, the big bank. It's got the you lot have seen Breaking Bad, didn't you? Uh, yes, I have. Right, you know you lost Polos, the the, uh, yes. the black chappy. Yes. Can't remember his name. He's in it. He he's he makes an appearance oh, as, the de- right, yes. as, the, as the dentist. Um, so what you have to do is you have to basically break, go into the biggest bank. It, the the level's humongous. It's absolutely massive. So you have to. Uh, go in and find the right computer to hack the doors, to find the keys, to do this, that, and the other. And someone has to go on the roof to zip line across to a crane to drop a, uh, a humongous pink pig through the skylight to get all the bits for the drill. And you have to hump all the bits of the drill over to uh, to the world's biggest thermal lance that takes like five minutes to get through the bank vault while holding off wave after wave of bloody police officers. And then, I mean, do you two know about dozers? Bulldozers. Yeah, they're like bulldozers. They're basically these um, coppers that have got so much armor on them. It, it, you'll be throwing like six grenades at them, and they just they just won't go down. So yeah, you, you get the death dozers as well, which are just ridiculously overpowered. But that's only if you start doing it on Death Wish, which is the hardest level, and you have mm-hmm. to be level eighty before you can even get them. So I've started doing uh, Death Wish missions, which is make it just ridiculously hard. You're definitely getting your money's worth out. There's no doubt about it, Proton. I I bought it for 14 quid from America on release, so it was good. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dota 2 has um, 
I, I don't know what it is about Dota 2. I, I, I enjoy it when I win, and when I lose, I get fucking angry. See, that, no, see, you're, you're, no, see that, this is you're falling into the typical MOBA <laughs> trope there. Um, that's all right. That's, I, that's, don't, I don't know why. I no, don't normally get angry at games. Right. It's not all right. That's it's exactly. No. <laughs> it just, you know, I sometimes have good games, sometimes I have bad games. And last have you played against game, people yet? I have, yeah. I've nearly brought broken level two. I've played oh, a well couple, done. but it's, it's it's mainly bots that I'm playing to get the hang I've of I've only it. played a couple of it because I've been playing like bot games because I'm so worried about going online and then went online, um, I think last week. Uh, How much of a noob are you? Wednesday. Oh, I'm incredibly noob. Okay. And then, did they make sure that you knew about it? Oh, yeah. No, well, it's <laughs> me, me and... Um, uh, Mark off the form. We were doing payday two last night. We were doing a oh god, what was it? Framing frame mission, where you have to break into an art gallery and steal paintings, and then you go off and you exchange the paintings, but you put cameras in them, and then you break into his apartment to plant the coke and steal the gold. Well, me being me, and if anyone kept an eye on the form, I've had to remove the number three off my keyboard um, because you know we snuck around, got all the things we needed to do to break into the safe, and then I went off. Said I'll be back in a minute, Mark. Turned around, went to change my weapon, pressed number three, lobbed a grenade, and failed the mission straight away. Okay. So I've literally, I've taken so the number three off my keyboard. Drastic taking the number three off, but not okay. really. It's a mechanical keyboard; you just pull them off. It's easy. Yeah, well, I know, but it's still drastic. <laughs> I won't, but... I won't press it. But anyway, after we give off that, I said to him, "I think it's fucking annoying me. This it's just doing me head in." And I don't normally say that about payday, considering the hours I've put into it. Um, so, so he thought, what better him... way to relax than me and him did a bot game? You know, to me and him on the same side doing a bot game in Dota 2, and we got fucking owned. It was mad. I don't know what happened, but I was trying just different heroes. Normally, I stuck with Sniper because in the in the training missions, that's the one they teach you with. And I was like, mm. sort of know what I'm doing with him. But I've um, gone through a fair few of them now, and um, uh, Enigma is the one that sticks out at the minute, so I can make uh, triplicates of myself, and they wander off and start attacking people. Oh, that's all too complicated for me. I, I like and, playing and, with a lot of them, but it's, it's, and then, you know, it's, it's and nice then there's the sweet switch between all of them. And then and then you get this, uh, uh, this ultimate uh, power, sort of a black hole, so you start laying this black hole down, and everything gets sucked into it, and starts getting real massive damage on them. It's good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm liking Dota. Dota's all, all right. I'd like to. I'd like to have a proper, at least a proper bot match where all of us are fucking on the same side. And then you know, we can sort something on that. Mm, we should. We shouldn't should, be a then, problem. And then you'll hear me get really fucking angry. <laughs> mm. I don't know why. I don't know why it does it. I mean, Christ, the amount of times I've we've balls at payday two is just, you know, the game shouldn't oh, make me angry. Is that the best in you, mate? That's what it is. I, I don't really care. I normally play mentally anyway. <laughs> does it show? <laughs> No, right, so <laughs> that that is literally it for me, I'm afraid. So, come on then, Beastie, what's going on with you then? Well, I'll be honest, there has not been a lot of new game love for me recently. Because um, there's not been a lot of new games? There hasn't been a lot of new games. So, yeah, as mentioned, um, I've been playing, um, finally now that we're outside the launch period, um, a bit of Wildstar, but I'm not going to talk about that because I don't think it's appropriate. But I've um, been playing a bit and having fun with that. But I have been spending the majority of my time playing two particular games. Um, Can I have a guess at one of them? Well, that's on the list, so it'd be quite... A- it's on the show <laughs> notes, you're <laughs> <man. laughs> um, Hearthstone and Team Fortress 2. Um, so two, two free-to-play games. 
two free-to-play games. Obviously, Team Fortress 2 wasn't free when I bought it, but it was effectively free. The orange box was a steal. There's no doubt about it in terms of content and what included at the time. Um, Hearthstone, um, been getting frustrated with ranked and casual play generally, but generally improving. It was quite nice on... Saturday, one Saturday, I think, uh, I was playing with Az to kind of test out some of my decks and whatever else. And a, a deck, my priest deck, which had been kind of served me well for many um, a match, has turned into garbage for some peculiar reason, and I cannot win anything with it. So after some test games, I established that, okay, let me try another deck out and actually managed to... Uh, um, achieve things, it be as a few times with one of the other decks I had. So it's kind of like, okay, yeah, the, the, I need to kind of shelve my priest for a while or rebuild completely. Um, but I'm kind of grinding up the ranks. I've got, I think I've got to rank 13. Um, this kind of slowly uh, grinding through it. And I will, because I know there's a few people who've been interested in set up some kind of Hearthstone tournament or knockout or league or something. Um, probably do it without legendary cards. Um, as is probably the fairest way of doing it. Um, so build decks without legendaries, and then people can. I mean, I, I don't want to say without rares or something, or epics or whatever, because I think that would be a bit unfair, or be very limited at least. Um, but I think legendaries are quite a lot more powerful than the other cards generally. Um, but yeah, I've given up, I've given up with it. I mean, I was I was doing quite well in well. I mean, it got first released. I started going into ranked. I think I got to eighteen, and then I just fucking give up. It's just too many people bringing out legendaries and just beasts of cards, and thinking, oh, I, ha- I can't put. They must be buying packs, loads of packs, to just get the decent cards. Probably, probable, but they may just play a lot of games. Um, there, are, there are people I've come across already who've got um, kind of gold heroes, which means they've won five hundred ranked matches with that character alone. That's, wow. a, that's a lot of games. I mean, I know people who spent lots and lots of money on Hearthstone. I listen to you know, other people who they kind of like. They seem to fall in and out of love with it on a fairly regular basis. To be honest, basically, so they'll get sure. to a certain point and they suddenly start thinking that the game is unfair or some in some way pay to win, and then they get through that and they say, "Oh no, it wasn't that. It was just." I was going through, you know, that I had to break that barrier or something like that. And I've heard it from a few people where they sort of, they dip down and then fall out of love with it and then sort of keep playing mm. it and suddenly they're back in love with it and play it for hundreds of hours. So I don't know. For me, it was, um, I really like it. I love it. But it's, it's, it's kind of no point because the way I play it is a kind of casual card game. There's no point because it's um, anyone, I pretty much anyone I play, I'm playing as a, a low level noob just wanting to play a nice card game. I'm going to get owned spanked every single time um, not necessarily it's it, not necessarily because it all depends what they're going to play against you if they're going to play um some kind of meta cookie cutter build that they've got all the cards for probably will crush you but if they're just testing stuff or trying about all the kind of other decks then probably won't i mean there's, there's the, the problem is that in these games because it's been out a little bit of time now cookie cutter builds have become the thing so people go on a website, type in priest deck legendary or something, and they'll just go through and get every single card in there, read the play style yeah. and go, right, I'll try and pick it up. Now, to be fair, it's not as simple as that. It's often about judgment, about when to, what playing cards when. And it, yeah, it's cool, but... but it puts them in a very, very strong position. Whereas it's, it's actually more interesting, particularly see it in casual, where you see a lot more variety of decks because people are trying out different ways of type of play. 
But yeah, and I can appreciate why it might be frustrating, but I think that's why you've got you end up having to get in early. Which, but this is this is the problem, you see, because yeah. with, with games like that, I think even as a as a, as a for the for, for the game to have legs, if you like, um, you know, any players coming to it new now are immediately at a disadvantage when they go and try and play against randoms. Whereas, yeah, okay, there's an element of that, but let's let's kind of compare it to something like Battlefield, where yeah, I could be playing it for a long time and be you know level. 90 or something like that I can still quite easily get owned by someone who's only a level 3 if they you know that that's not something that's that hard to do you just point your gun you know the shooting element is still there and you you can still mm. win and you can still rank quite highly if you're if you're a level 3 versus a level 90 whereas in Hearthstone I get the feeling that it is almost down to playtime and you know there's there's skill there but more and more, I'm beginning to worry. Not, I'm not worried because I don't play it, but you know, uh, from from people I've, I've spoken to, it, it seems to me I'm getting the impression that it's more about the length of time you play it. Therefore, the more legendaries you've unlocked, or the more highly you know, the the, the the more cards you've unlocked that are coming out in games. You don't seem to get many base cards. Do you know what I mean? That are... um, Would that be accurate? Or am I just uh, totally wrong? Cause... I think it depends upon the level you get to. If you were going to compete with high-level ranked play, you're probably right. If you took yeah, part in arena battles, it's completely random cards anyway, mm-hmm. um, so that wouldn't matter. Um, casual generally ranks based upon your overall play style, which was my, my bugbear last time, as I find ranked easier. Um, I, I, I think that a bit like a person who had to be exceptionally skillful at Battlefield at level 3 to be owning a level 90 with all the bells and whistles the weapons would have. I think the same could apply in Hearthstone as well, though, I'd say. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, even with decks I've rolled out there, I've still been beaten by people just because the cards haven't fallen for me. You can get unlucky. Um, I know what you're saying. Um, I don't know. My, my opinion will constantly flip-flops on Hearthstone, and I think I'm not, mm-hmm. that's not uncommon, as kind of you alluded to. Mm. But... Um, it's, I, I do find it a bit like a MOBA. It is quite a frustrating game. I found it. Get, I, I feel that if I lose currently, like I feel like I've been gypped, if you see what I mean. And that's not yeah. the way to feel. Like, fuck that. How the fuck did they win? Oh, my God. It's so unfair. <laughs> You've been what? Kind of gypped. Gypped. Never heard of it. type thing. Yeah. Oh, kaflumped. Yeah, okay. Kaflumped. But... So I don't know. I mean, I definitely have found that I can get quite grumpy about it. And sometimes I feel it's been a good game. But other times I feel like, man, they just gimmicked me. I couldn't do anything mm. about it. And I could see what was going to happen. And I'd mm. get drawn. I'm like, right, can't do anything. Oh, so, so I can do this just to slow them down. Right, yeah, what I need to happen is still not happening. Um, I'm in trouble and there's nothing I can do about it because the cards aren't falling for me. I'm kind of in... Uh, that. That's frustrating. But generally it's pretty good. Uh, I'm still enjoying it. Um, but it hasn't been as much as my my other most played game recently. I'm almost up to the the lofty 600 hours mark um, in the last um, last couple of weeks, which is Team Fortress Two. Um, I, I wouldn't normally bring it up as thing because it's a generally a stalwart play for me. Um, How but many hours you got, Kev? Almost 600. Almost 600. Okay. Um, the What's been 
different. It's, and it seems a really odd thing to say because I've played so many hours of it. Um, I've kind of, I'm kind of reliving things like this. I've decided I'll stop playing classes I don't normally play. Um, so I thought you were going to say you got bored of it. No, no, no definitely not. Never. No, <laughs> it's brilliant. It's just such a great game. Um, so I started playing Scout, which is always a class I've really struggled to play with in the past. He's great, though. You can run around like a loon and bash things and then run away. You can do that. But, Jim, you know, I, bear in mind, I do try to win the map. Um, oh, right, OK. Yeah. You are quite aggressive <laughs> when you play, to be fair. Um, <laughs> and um, Just generally. Uh, generally, yeah. <laughs> Hyper-aggressive. Um, the, I determined that there was a new gun called Backscatter, which um, has less... It's a bit more inaccurate and has less... Um, ammunition, um, less than its clip, shall I say. Um, but if you shoot people from behind, you get mini crits. Um, oh, right. Combine that with the winger gun, which means you're jumping slightly higher. By slightly, it means that the jumps you normally can't even double jump, if a crouching double jump you can't do, you can now do. So if it's opened up whole areas of flanking in the maps that I found really, really great fun. And also, if you use the atomize, which is the baseball bat mellow weapon, yeah. Um, it, that gives you three jumps um, and the sacrifice of health. So if you jump on the third jump, you lose health. Um, it's may, meant I've been a lot more mobile. I've been running around kind of flanking enemies. And I mean, Scout's really hard to play because it is so much more twitchy than the other um, other classes. But I've been really having great fun. Been Some of the times I've been staying alive for six, seven minutes on in one go, which is just Scout when you've got like 110 health or whatever it is with um, various kind of uh, health modifiers you're thinking wow that's really good fun really interesting kind of running in shooting running back um completely different play style so it started with that which i really enjoyed then i decided that demo man which i probably put by itself 160 hours into just playing demo man before um which is... I, I, could, I could never really get the hang of him well he's quite tough to play he's the most versatile but he's quite tough to play for you play him and years ago i say years ago i think it's from the one of the he had a replacement weapon come out called the lock and load which um has goes from a, a four clip to a two clip um your bombs no longer bounce um which you think, okay, that doesn't sound great. And the positives are a 20% damage bonus and a, is it 25% reload rate? Um, is, is that worth it for half a clip? Well, yeah, that's always what I thought, always. I'm thinking, that sounds like rubbish, because you can't really apply any kind of... Um, attrition on the team you can't really um suppress Same them spray. you can't really you can't really suppress them on a point or anything because it's kind of weak because when you fire a fire it and it doesn't hit a target if it hits the wall, wall it doesn't have an explosion it literally fades away if you imagine like a, if you imagine like the soldier's rocket that you fired if you missed it just did nothing that's effectively oh dear. um however i have found that it is amazing amazing um and for a level three century, if it's not manned, you can take down two shots. Okay. So that's quite pokey. Uh, you're like, bang, bang. That's it, did. Brilliant. Okay. That's that century done. Um, and I've had some amazing uh, runs of kind of within uh, 20 seconds killing seven people. 
just getting oh, the shots okay. ta- timed right. Oh no, no, it does. Oh, sorry, no, it doesn't. It has twenty percent damage, twenty five percent attack speed. So when you fire the grenades, they travel twenty five percent faster than standard. Ah, okay. Um, but I've been absolutely loving it. Um, I I picked up a strange weapon. You know, you guys familiar with the strange weapons? No, I am not. Strange weapons basically. Um, they're standard default weapon. They have no nothing different about them apart from the fact they've got the name Strange and they're in orange. As you go, as you start killing people, that name Strange changes to other things like mildly menacing, um, gore splattered, or whatever, based on how many kills you get. Mm-hmm. Within about oh, an hour of um, having Strange lock and load, I think I was up to about 174 kills. Wow. Um, it was just oh, been really good fun. So I will try not to bang on about Team Fortress 2 in the future because it's had way too much time, but I have had, it's had a little bit of a renaissance for me. Uh, if you enjoy it, mate, you enjoy yeah, it. Mate. I know, but I do, I do try and have played a, a selection of games. I've tried or Dota. Paid, or Paydo. <laughs> <laughs> I have tried Dota. Um, I know, I know. A couple of things I had to bring up was um, hardware-related. Um, mm. Firstly, I don't think I mentioned this after the show a couple of weeks ago, um, to I think was it Clarky and was it either you, Vimes, or your Yoda um, about a Game Boy Advance from this company called Rose Coloured Gaming. I think it's called. Oh uh, yes, and we all rushed off to the website, and then strangely enough, every single item that product was sold out. Yes, it was sold out. Yes, yeah, so you um, got my hopes up. Bit, I charged. Is it a bit there. pricey? It, yes, they're not. They're, they're not. Beautiful. They're not cheap. They are beautiful. Um, I did actually manage to get at the. It, it opened, I think I was at work at 6.30 um, last week, week before, and um, I was waiting for it to, to go live and actually managed to get myself a Game Boy Advance in the Famicom style, um, which I'm so excited about arriving. Um, and I've been making sure I order all my games again. So after my... Um, <clears throat> after my... Um, can't talk about getting Game Boy Micro. I've now got a good excuse to start playing Super Mario World and Advance Wars again. Advance Wars is brilliant. It is brilliant. I've got that on the DS. And it's brilliant on that and all. Just saying. Let me, I'm just going to send um, a pretty link to um, me, to you, Proton, so you can see how pretty it is. Um, oh, that does look quite nice. Don't send it to me then. We see it before. We see it in the Skype, isn't it? So... Yeah, I don't like that one. Okay. <laughs> so hold on, hold on, hold on. Mm. It's a Game Boy Advance. Yes. But it's got a picture of a SNES on the box. It's a Super Famicom version. So if you look at it, it's all been painted the same Famicom greys and had Famicom painted on it and all the buttons match the SNES pad and so forth. Mm. Okay. See, um, See, I don't, I don't, I don't understand this. If, retro if it gaming. played SNES games, I'd be quite, quite happy with it. Well, you can. You can play Super Mario World because it came out. Because it came out in the Game Boy Advance, and oh. you can play. In, yeah, it's quite Zelda Three. Yeah. Um, oh, man, I'm, I, I'm excited. I'm excited. I, I um, can tell. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, something, something wrong with you? I don't, I don't understand this retro game. We were at um, MGPX, and there were some lots and lots of retro corners there, which were. People get very excited about it. And I sort of went, oh, I had a little play on some of them. And there was this beautiful piece of kit. I think Wittit brought it with him, which was, um, have you seen the Neo Geo X? Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, which is just um, I too shall send a cunning link to all there my was, um, friendly. There was um, a, 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 a bloke at the show at it, didn't he? Yeah, this was it was with it with yeah. him. Yeah, and um, this is a and his lovely wife. Piece of kit. I mean, it looks abs- absolutely something. And his little Whitip's wife. Hashtag Whitip's wife. Um, <laughs> and, but it's it's absolutely. Beautiful. Uh, you, you weren't there, beastie. <laughs> Don't worry. Um, but this piece of kit is absolutely stunning. So you've got this kind of Neo Geo console, and then you open it up, and you've got this beautiful handheld Neo Geo X. It's a stunning. It's like it was nice. quality on it. It's absolutely gorgeous, along with a kind of an SNK fight stick that he brought with him. And you know, it's an absolutely gorgeous package. And you can pick this up for like 120 quid. And yeah. we had to basically. This is why Clarky's not here tonight. He's effectively whoring himself out in some back alley to try and raise the cash. I mean, it's beautiful. But it plays shit games. I'm sorry. <laughs> how, how, yeah, no, fair enough. Yeah, you know, the, the, I'm. What the, was that thing that bloody um, Aim and Shoot had that played all the old cartridge games? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, America. I can't remember. He had like a four in one thing where you could plug in any, any cartridge from pretty much any game ever from a SNES through a. My, Mega Drive, Master yeah, System. Yeah, yeah, all that kind yeah. of stuff. It was a very nice. And again, they're beautiful pieces. And I, I can completely respect the love and attention that goes into making these games still playable today, but they're just not very good games. You know, there's a reason why we progressed. Now, I'm not mm. saying that every game that comes out today, i.e. Flappy Bird, is is better than some of the games we were playing um, at MGPX, but I just, I am I'm not uh, a retro person in any way whatsoever. Um, I went back and played like Shinobi and just sat there thinking, well, how the hell did I spend so much of my time on this I, game? I, I played on Eamon's bloody Amiga and I was I was bloody reliving the wonders of uh, Switchblade 2. Mm. It was beautiful. <laughs> That's I mean, the, the, the furthest I went back was I think they had, um, they had Sega Rally was. there or something and that looked Yeah, that, they did, yeah. I, that I looked play that. terrible. No, yeah, that but I mean, I could, I could kind of play it and kind of go, it's a driving game. I remember playing this. Mm. And that's about as far as it went. I'm like, you know, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, this I, sounds like another um, Vimesy being grumpy about pixels again. It's not that. The, don't you dare with the, the graphics the, with me, boy. The pixels were as big as dice. They were quite big, though. No, I, I, this, this Neo Geo X was, you know, the actual piece of kit. The kit looked lovely. The games did Stunning. Didn't. And I tell you what, if the PS4 had come out looking like this and it had the Vita like it, you know, like the little handheld Neo Geo X thing was. What? Yeah, what, oh makes God, think, what makes you so think? What makes you think if sexy. you open? What makes you think if you open up the PS4, you won't find a Vita in there? I've tried. <laughs> I've sold me Vita anyway. Um, there we go. Um, yeah, that's that's lovely. Um, go on, I want to hear about the next thing. So yes, um, I by chance just have. I, I don't even know how I came across it. Um, I have no idea. Tesco's no. No, well, no, no. What I mean is, uh, obviously, so this uh, this is a reference to the Tesco's Huddle, which was their budget Can't even tablet. Spell it. Uh, that is spelt right, but yeah. Um, the I I was never aware of it. I'm fine enough. Pretty much ignored it because it was never really in. It's never wasn't really designed for me. Um, it's not Apple. Uh, no, exactly. it's not that. It's just well, it's not. It's a low resolution ish, low ish resolution. It's HD. It had Tesco value stamped on it. it well, it's the 
I would love a okay. Tesco Valley stamps. <laughs> I would love that if it came with a case with white with the triple blue stripe down it. You, you awesome. could get them. You could get them. Don't you worry. Get oh, them mate, for you. that would be. It wicked. does. It does have. Um, does have three kind of black stripes in it. Anyway, let me get to, so, <laughs> so I pretty much ignored. I think the huddle came out at it was one hundred and nineteen pounds. I think it sold out quite well, not surprisingly. Mm. Um, and I, don't, I think I was, looking, I was just looking. I was looking somewhere. Do you know, I, do you know, I think it might be like um, on Hot Deals UK or something like that. Um, the Tesco's do an outlet store on eBay. They do. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah. Um, and I don't really get pay your yogurts and your meats and all that. That's why I want, you know, want, want my uh, <laughs> reconditioned meat. Um, <laughs> Yogurty meat. <laughs> the um, meat yogurt. <laughs> um, <laughs> but they basically have reconditioned huddles for £59, including postage. I, I'm, 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 really? I'm concerned about Just reconditioned units. Okay. I'm, I'm, really? I'm concerned. Well, yeah, it's. Well, why have they been reconditioned? What silly well, tits thrown them or something? Well, you know? Generally, it's someone's returned the product or they mm. they've opened it up, whatever else. They've gone back. Well, they to shouldn't Apple. say. Well, yeah, they shouldn't say reconditioned then, should well, they? Reconditioned they to. Well, exactly. This is why I'm concerned. And considering <laughs> most tablets are used for porn, that's quite scary. Well, no, it's just you know, <laughs> people will sit on them and crack the screen, or they'll fucking chuck a pint over it or something. You know, well, if if that happened, something it, it would have been returned. Um, Having, having said that, um, it, it arrived today. Um, yep. Now, is it the purple one? Because the purple one looks quite nice. It's just black. It's just black. It's the white one. Um, <laughs> now, the reason I bought it was, and I'm hoping one of you, I'm looking mainly at Proton here, might be to help me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, no, there's a reason for that. Um, so, what I thought, I thought actually this would be quite a good gift for my grandmother. So I thought, oh, I. Um, Dave's got that old. No, 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 no. You, you're going to flash it with a custom ROM? Uh, not really. <laughs> <Granny> ROM. <sighs> Blimey. You're gonna... You've let the show trickle over an hour, you see. Nearly, oh, nearly man, an hour, yeah. so it's yeah. going to go downhill rapidly. It is going to go downhill rapidly. Um, what I thought I thought actually would be quite nice, I was looking at email, web browser, it could be quite simple. And for 59 quid, didn't, that doesn't matter if you doesn't really get on with it too well. It's not a massive investment. Um yeah. But what I want to do, ideally, is set it up for my account, but have it effectively have child locks on it for them. And that sounds really oh, mean. Yeah. But you they... don't want your grandma watching porn? Not the concern. It's more the fact that I want to better put custom launches on there to control the amount of pages. Because they'll get... I'll be honest, she's an old lady. She don't... She'll get really, really confused um, really, really easily. By so porn. I want to be as simple as possible, not by porn. Um, there, um, there, there are certain things you can do. I did it with my lads, Nexus 7. It's it's a bit of a ball lake, but you can physically just... I mean, I had to flash Ooh, his ha- flash, flash his Nexus because he put like 40 games on it. It just slowed down to a grinding mm. halt. Yeah. So I sorted that out and I'm restricting with it, but I've also locked everything down that isn't to do with games. I took the browser off. I took everything off. I mean, it, it, it depends what you exactly want. What I really want is to, how I leave it set up, is them to, well, the problem is if I use my own account, which I've already done to try and set it up because I've already got things like custom launches and whatever else, I don't want to pay again yeah. for them. But of it's course. all synced up my photographs and my calendar and my you, contacts. Uh, I don't want them to have that. <laughs> is, is, it, is it with, is it, it's, it's Google, isn't it? Yeah. 
Um, you can go into the settings and you can disable the uh, Wi-Fi sync on that unit. Um, if, if you give me some time after the show, I'll, I'll have a, I'll have a nose round and I'll see how to find to find about the options for you. Because I, 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 I was I was concerned about this with with my lad's tablet because I didn't want all my photos backing up onto his sure. tablet either. No, not your photos, God no. <laughs> um, so yeah, there there is ways around it, but off the top of my head, no. I mean this. Um, with your launchers, I know with some of the Samsung ones, there is. Um, I, I don't. I don't mean this to sound bad in the slightest, but there are fucking idiot idiot launchers. It's got like four buttons on the front of it: email, internet, phone, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you know. Course. I mean, I think the reason I, I I've got I use Nova Launcher on my phone, and basically, oh yeah, that works perfectly fine. So. I can control them out of home screen, so I can take all the other home screens away, so they don't get... Because they, honest to God, would get lost if they started scrolling left and right and go, oh, my God, everything's... I can so see the phone calls, because... Yeah, yeah, just, just get... give them one screen. Exactly, so yeah. I thought, one screen, brilliant, I can make all the icons big, I can just leave things they might want. Exactly. Like yeah. apps and yep. YouTube, um, email and web browser, and that's pretty much it. But, but you're, con- you're concerned about being a million tabs... I am concerned about million tabs, but I'm also concerned about what I, I don't want to have to set up another Google account. I already own everything on Google they should better use. I don't, it doesn't matter to them. They're not going to notice. It would I be, don't it, want them. Being a, it, it, it's them having access to my contacts is daft. I, I've got like 500 there, contacts. It's, it'll, be, it'll be in the settings, and there'll be, um, it'll be under your account, and then you can choose what you want to sync and what you, can, what you want to remove. Okay. You may, if for the photos and stuff, you may have to go into the photos app and go in the settings there and look that way and turn off uh, the, the sync on there. Yeah, as long as I can do it, so it doesn't. You can't be re-enabled. Does it come with? Um, like, um... It, it can. It can be re-enabled, but after you've done that, what you want to do is you want to go into the menu, uh, long press the icon, take it up to the top right hand side, and it will either be uninstall or disable, and you want to disable it. It will come up with some bollocks about it. Um, if you disable this, it will interact with something else. It may bugger up something else, but whatever. Mm. Um, what I did, I, I took the internet off my lad's tablet. I've took Google services now, whatever off it, and it's disabled them and hidden them. You can get them back, but I mean, it takes a fair bit of finding to get them back. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I definitely need to tinker with it some more, but. As I thought, from I mean, it's possible. Yeah, I'm sure it is possible. It just seems like it should be easier. I'm quite it, impressed with it. I'm looking at it now, and it's like you know, you, you're still, you know, it, it looks like a fairly nice piece of kit. And like you say, you know, looking at the eBay, the, the eBay link, and um, you know, fifty nine pounds seems like a bar. I mean, I'm thinking about getting something like this for my my daughter, who's well, just turned four, because she keeps grabbing my iPad and running away with it. Mm. Can you get this? Is going to come across wrong, but kiddie launches. Yeah, the Nova launcher. Okay, and that will just allow it, it, me to it, just restrict it, it, it everything. De- well, yeah, this, this is what I do with my lad's tablet. You mm. just you 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 have to fiddle with it. it. I'll be honest, explaining it is hard. If I had it in front of me, it wouldn't take me five minutes. Yeah, mm. that, that, that's the problem. Well, I mean, I think we'll have to talk about it a bit more proton um, yeah, after yeah, the show, sure. maybe. Um, but Vimesy, 
honestly, for 59 quid, having looked at the tablet, it looks really nice. It feels quite solid. It screens good. I mean, it's no, it's not a big retina display. It's, what, 1440? Yeah, it wouldn't need to be for a four-year-old, but um, you sort of I'll, 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 I'll be honest. I'll be honest, Beastie. Is your grandmother's eyes up to the retina display? No, of course I'm not. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely not. Um, I just, I you mean, get Netflix on it? Of course yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah. Right, there device. you go, then. Yeah. That's, a, that's a buy, isn't it, really? It's yeah, but I definitely um, I'll, I'll update people as as it goes. But because I haven't got kids and I, I've not had to worry about parental controls on anything, but it's quite amusing when putting parental controls on so my grandparents behave themselves. Um, <laughs> the, the, yeah, there are there are options to uh, disable in-app purchases and stupid stuff like that. Yeah, as well. that's exactly what I'm trying to do. But it's not bloody easy. It's not obvious. That's what I think is a bit well, shocking. What, what, what you'd have to do is just disable the Play Store. Yeah. So she just can't get on it. If you, I mean, is she going to want Flappy Bird? Uh, no, let's, to be honest, let's be honest. I, 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 they don't really know about any of this stuff. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm already worried they might struggle just using kind of the internet browser when our touchscreen's completely new to them. But we'll see how it goes on. We'll see how it goes on. Yeah, I mean, you, you can set up the email client. I mean, it's going to be Gmail, isn't it? Uh, no, they use Hotmail, but I'll set up something for that. It's not a problem. Uh, you can use the Outlook app for that. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's not, yeah. Too, that's, not too, that's not too bad. Um, but, yeah, that, that can be a separate button. And uh, if she wants to watch cat videos on YouTube, then you've got another button. And, uh... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I, have, I have one last question on this before we move on, because, frankly, <laughs> we're probably boring everyone to death. Um, does it have any Tesco-branded shite on it? Um, on those that's actual... Point. On the... Bloatware. On the... Um, the packaging on the package itself, no. On the unit itself, no. The um, the software on the machine is definitely Tesco branded, as in it's got it's got um, Tesco things. But as soon as you put another launcher on there, it's all launcher. gone. So it doesn't really matter. And you can delete the other stuff you don't want. Quite exactly. You, you can delete so everything you want. Yeah. I have to say, I'll be honest. It's one of these things. I'm thinking. Do you know what? If if this was made by Samsung, I'm sure this would be getting a far better deal than. People are talking about. If you see what I mean? I think it's kind it's of case Tesco. Tesco. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not. They've been quite to be fair. They've been quite subtle with the packaging. It doesn't look obviously like a tech, Tesco's device. They've been quite clever. But anyway, as you say, let's move on. Um, and now I was going to say, on for the releases, there's no releases. Which technically, on every what are you on about, and every, every single release schedule I looked at, there is no releases. But apparently. Proton's oh. making up games to say there are. The oh hell! You cheeky bastards! How very dare you! You must. I saw you highlighting and copy and pasting this. Did yeah. you look in Steam? I did. No, I didn't. I was Google searched, obviously. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. Well, in in two days' time, and I only know that because I literally watched the trailer and then instantly bought it because it looks fantastic. Is is the is the, is the epic game of Gods will be watching now? I know you don't like pixels, John, but. Oh, no. the, you should watch the. You should watch the second where, video. Where is this? This this. It's, God. it's in, in. Go into Steam into the search bar. Type "Gods will be watching" and watch the second video with the sound. What is this thing you call games it's, with Steam? Open Steam up. Yeah. Ah. You, you, you want to go in the search bar and type "G." This is making for great radio. <laughs> Good job. It's not on the radio then. Um, yeah. Watch the second trailer. I mean, I, I watched it's it. It's six quid. Yeah. Fucking hell, this is Steam, much? mate. This should be, like, what? much less than that. <laughs> it should be less, somehow. It should be, like, they should pay me. It's Steam. Second trailer. I, I feel like I'm not playing to the crowd very well. Gods will be it's, watching. It's it's a wonderful... Minimalistic point-and-click point thriller centred on despair, commitment, and sacrifice. Yeah, basically, you're, uh, like, a, I don't know, shall we say, a, a, a little terrorist... 
terrorist organisation. You have to uh, save uh, oh billions of God, lives. Oh, my God, they're torturing pixel art. Oh. What? It's not that bad. You he's taking an axe. Yeah. And he's about to chop a man's arm off. Oh, dear God. Have you got the sound on? I'm not putting the sound on. I'm a professional. No, no, the sound's good. You won't hear it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What the fuck is this you're making me look at? What? It's this good. Is, this, is, this, is, this is you. That's why you're asking. <laughs> this is basically... This, this could have been... Is this you? Have you developed this? Is this something I you've wish been I had. sly? I wish I had, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> It's, it's, hell. This is this is just exactly what. If you ever want to get into Proton's brain, go and buy this game. Because is it a, is it a, a water slide into his brain? <laughs> it's basically what they, I think they refer to. It's a bungee, a vertical slice. Narrative puzzles, um, model dilemma, moral dilemmas that will affect the lives of your team and the people you sort of protect. Setting against the backdrop of an interstellar struggle, Sergeant Bird and his crew in six tense chapters from hostage situations and wilderness survival to biological weapon prevention and agonising torture scenarios. Oh, God. Looks good, doesn't it? No. Why not? How dare you? No. It's, the, well, it's not you... on my wish list. Now, now, I'm very conscious of the fact that I said to Vimesy that we should keep the show short, and I did anticipate with... It's all right that both... the international's finished now. OK, good. Um, Spoilers, newbie one. <laughs> Do, do you not like the look of this, Kev? Um, there's just, um, I guess... Too many pixels. No, 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 no. No I, graphics, none of the time. Pixels are absolutely fine. I love pixel art. Um, I, I'd have to see a bit more to it, but it, it, it looks a bit like um, a different world from... Um, but, the, but the same as um, Miami Hotline, to be honest, in a kind of way. Well, so it's got a kind of bizarre grubbiness to it that reminds me of it. Um, I understand, uh, but it's not twitchy. You... No, no, I appreciate that. But I mean, it's good. it feels like it's in the same world. Well, I uh, hopefully they're coming on to the night shift. I sent them an email and they're very responsive. So hopefully we'll have a. I bet uh... they were. They probably thought, "Here's a likened person. I can get on with this." But he understands me. I sent them two pages of an email. Oh. Blowing smoke, blowing smoke up their ass. Wow. <laughs> It's great. That's, that's well, I, I've been going wrong. Damn it. We, we, yeah, it's I, to, I, to, well, I, I told him I don't want you to give me a copy. I've already bloody bought it. It's brilliant. I just wish I'd bought the special edition version because it comes with the soundtrack and a comic. I'm sure you can gift the other one. Does it come with a T-shirt? Um, possibly. <laughs> possibly. Yeah, might be more interesting. I, I, I definitely wear the T-shirt. If um, you're looking for one to, to start looking at, have a look. I mean, okay, yeah, fair enough. Um, Clarky's going to love this. It's an early access game. But go check out a game called Sunless Sea. Yes, that looks very good as well. I'm, I'm, I'm very, sure. very intrigued by this. I'm only holding out because it's at the slightly pricey end of the market at fourteen ninety nine. It, it, it's from a series of books, isn't it? No, it's um, it's like a Victorian Gothic um, kind of ethos. It's uh, there's a few games called Fallen London, which are kind of like yes. narrative games, uh, and it's made by yeah. the same people. Um, it's like a t- 2D game. Uh, anything with a strapline, lose your mind, eat your crew, um, kind of sells it to me. But it, it sounds does a bit, look... It sounds a, sorry, it sounds a bit Cthulhu to me, so that's what interested it, me. Yeah, I would go and have a look. It's, it, that's another one I think will be right up your street. I'm, I'm it's, certainly... it's on my wish list. Yeah, it's yeah, it's on, on my wish list, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so, so go, what go do, check what, that out. What do you want to do then, Beast? Do you want to wrap it up so I can go play Payday 2? Uh, not quite, but I thought we'd okay. move on to part two at least. 
Fair enough. Um, which I don't think it's take awful. a great deal of time. No. Um, it never does normally. A bit like the news. Um, <laughs> uh, films, books, <laughs> comments, etc. Um, I, I, I dread to think how long this is going to take, Proton, but go ahead. I, I don't know what this is, but I've got somehow oh, you can bang on about it. I think it's something he's invented. No, it's it's called Necroscope. It was written by Brian Lumley. He's a he's a very prolific uh, oh, horror name. horror writer. Okay. Um, this book is a. I wish I'd never started it. It's a series of fourteen books. Well, there's a. Oh, there's a <laughs> I wish I'd never started it. <laughs> it's it's good though. I mean, when when I had the paperback, it was uh, A5 size and it was close to three inches thick. Um, that was one book. That was one book, yeah. Um, I finished that book not that long ago because I got myself a uh, Kindle. Um, so on my lunch breaks at work, so I generally tend to work on my own now, um, you know, I, I eat my couscous, I read my book. Now, now I think I want to know, are you now working on your own because of some kind of court order? <laughs> what now? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Don't. It sounds like I've always been too. Like, I accidentally said something that was true and that wasn't the case. You're going to have to explain it to me. It's gone over my head, mate. I'm sorry. That's fine. That's, That's fine. Carry fine. on. That's Carry fine. on. Um, it, it's basically the story of uh, Harry Keegan, who has the uh, ability to talk to the dead. Um, what he can do is he just goes. He, he discovered the ability at a young age by sitting at someone's grave and he just ended up talking to him. And it also tells the tale of. Um, I can never pronounce his name. It's a Russian name, Dr- Dragonsky or something. And um, he basically uh, is part of the uh, uh, Russian ESP brigade and trying to uh, become a vampire and take over the world and stuff. It's I know I'm not doing it very much justice, but it it's sounds brilliant. a bit like a kid's book. It is not a kid's book. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't mean that as a dig. It just kind of the way it's made it sound. It kind of just sound a bit like a yeah. No, um, the uh, Dragonsky. Draskonsky is a necromancer, so what he does is he basically uh, ex- uh, tears the body apart, examining the entrails to uh, pu- rip out their secrets. Now, Harry, he talks to them, he's nice to them, gives them, you know, company, he's, you know. And the other one, Dragonsky, again, I'm sorry, I can't pronounce his name, he, he forcibly takes it from him. There's one scene where he's um, uh, trying to get the secrets out of a, a British uh, diplomat, and he just basically puts his body all over the room it's it's not pleasant in some places but other than that it's uh, it's good and harry can pick up the uh, skills of the dead as well and he ends up talking to uh mobius Sorry, skills of the dead well yeah he or, ends like, up lying picking... still very very long time well no i mean the theory is the theory is that you know when you die your spirit your body's gone but your spirit's still there and you can still work on the things that you're working on so he ends up talking to his old uh, maths teacher that's been there, and he ends up teaching him like high-level maths, and then ends up um, at the grave that's of some to look forward to, some, some some gym instructor, and then picks up all his fighting techniques and uh, his strength, and teaches him loads of stuff. It's uh, it's good. Okay, well, it's, it's a good book. I know I'm not doing it justice, but I mean I don't really, read that many books. It's, it's again, really it's like your gaming choice, mate. It's very you. Cheers, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't plan on being listen, anyone else. Listen, listen, Fred, I won't worry about it because Vimes is known for having particular content for this this segment of the show. Absolutely, and I brought I, I, it I bought, to the max. I bought it as well. I John, brought it, I to bought the it as well, mate. Go on, go on, Vimesy. Fable, the comics, still, I'm still working my way through them. Um, 
I'm still really liking them. Still dark, still um, marvelously twisted. Uh, noir. I just yeah, it's very noiry, and I just like the um, the way they've kind of twisted the, the 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 characters in it. You know, everything from you know little boy blue to Red Riding Hood to I've just finished I think the Red Riding Hood arc, so I'm not that far into them. I don't get a lot of chance to read them, but um, really enjoying them. Really like the premise of it. Um, and at the moment, comics is pretty much all I've got time for after gaming. Um, so definitely, if you are into that kind of thing, I, I don't know. It's, it's a bit like The Walking Dead. You can't. What, can you, what else can you say about it? I mean, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of The Walking Dead comics, but they seem to be a kind of trope. And if you, you know, if you like it, then you'll read them through to 150 or whatever it is. Uh, this one is. No different. If you if you if you read the first couple and you you think you like it, or you've played um, the Wolf Among Us and you you like it, then you're really really going to like the comics. Um, I'm still waiting for Saga Four to come out. Um, I've just finished the the Witcher series of comics, which is just fantastic. You've the Witcher got any books intro- are pretty good. Witcher books are awesome. Um, mm. Absolutely awesome. Um, but the Witcher comic series, which has just come out, it's only a, it's only a run of five. Um, tells kind of like a short story. Uh, it's just it's just fantastic as well. It, they they I, just I, seem to. I every... find it surprising. I mean, I'm, I mean, not not the sense of all oh, the game wasn't enough to constitute that or anything, and just more the fact that pretty much any kind of license and ties I've ever, I've ever seen have always been awful. Well, you know, the books obviously, the Witcher books, obviously out for a long time before the games were ever were ever around. He was. Uh, the the author is obviously quite good with his licensing somehow. Either that or he just lucked out because, mm. um, you know, the games are... Okay, they may not be your cup of tea. I love them, but, you know, they may not be some people's cup of tea, but they are incredibly true to the source material. And the comics are exactly the same. You know, they don't... There's... They just... Everything The Witcher kind of touches... If you like The Witcher, you know if it's got The Witcher name on it, it's going to be a good, faithful rendition. It's going to be the characters you know doing, you know, not not being stupid and just being kind of used by people who don't know what they're talking about. They're, they're, they're made and they're crafted and really nicely to follow the right the, kind of the world you expect. Um, so anything with The Witcher on it, I'll quite happily buy. Um, but, the, yeah, the Fables comics are good. Um, other than that, comics-wise, I'm just waiting for Saga 4. Really, I'm, I'm, I've reread. One, see, I'm, two, three. see, I've gone to individual um, after. The no, I won't. I won't. I'm buying so many individual. Oh, but some stuff and happens in it, and you'll be. I know, but don't talk about it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I've got Saga one, two, and three, you know, collections, and I'm just, I'm quite happy to sit and wait for four to come out. I keep telling myself I'm really happy to wait for four to come out. I have already got when I walk into my comic shop now. The bloke just, it's like. I don't know, it's like there's some fucking dodgy shop or something. I walk in, he kind of reaches under the counter and dumps this stack of fucking comics on the thing, and I just have to fork over half my earnings. It's it's ridiculous. Um, is it that expensive? Yeah. Yeah, it is, really. It really is that expensive. See, now, I've, I've considered buying the um, Sin City Compendium. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, WX Smiths was selling it. It's like a special edition box set for 72 quid. Right, but wow. but I went on Amazon. It was forty two quid. Not mm-hmm. surprising, yeah. No, I was a little shocked. Really, no, it's all. not at all surprising. If you, uh, comic, if you buy um, physical comic books, they're generally a lot cheaper on Amazon. Having said that, hardbacks. Having well. said that, um, yeah, 
I wouldn't want them to, which Amazon are very good at, is destroying other companies. Um, I would definitely prefer that they, um, the people went to comic book shows because they do have a niceness to them that is worthwhile. I spend if, more, if, I spend if more money local... in my local comic shop than I do, you know, I, I could go and pick the stuff up I'm buying now and I could buy it off, maybe not single issues, but the, the collections certainly, I could buy them from Amazon for sometimes quite a lot cheaper than I can from my comic shop. But I would rather buy them from the car. I'd rather keep him in business because he's introduced me to worlds I wouldn't have discovered otherwise. And, you know, uh, if I don't like my comic, I can take it back to him. And he'll just go, right, fine, pick another one. Well, that's quite good. That's quite good. So he's, he's, it's an incredibly good comic shop. Um, but when they said that, it's probably because you are buying a fair bit. You probably no, he just knows who I am. Yeah. yeah. I walk in, he goes, You're Vimesy for bits and pieces. And I go, Yes, I am. He says, Do what you want. <laughs> Of course. Take them all. It's, Take it, them all. That, that's exactly what it'll be like when I'm at Gamescom next exactly, month. Exactly. Exactly. Um, um, so, no, it's, it's I, I don't know, the, the, it, but it is an expensive thing. Comics are expensive. Um, I walk in there, I have, I, I can't remember how many I've got on order now. It can't be more than Ten. Six, six series or something like that. And I'll, I'll easily walk in there at a weekend and plump 20 quid on the counter and not get any change. Mm, yeah, absolutely. And definitely. You know, so yeah, it's fucking expensive. It is expensive, yeah. <laughs> no, definitely. Um, anything oh, else, Flamsey? Anything else? Um, Dota. No. Um, so we are moving to me <laughs> um, with that what? perfect, perfect uh, link to not talking about Dota, which is good. Um, Gone, Proton. What happened to the tech section? Because I actually wanted to ask a question. Go ahead. Love to um, yell. It's probably it's a blast. I've been on a tech section since <laughs> quite some time. Bloody hell. I, I, um... Since Pete was on the show, because he was the only person <laughs> who understood what he was talking about. I, I, I lost my dictaphone recently, which in some ways I'm upset, and in some ways I'm not upset, because I've got copies of everything that was on there. Um, I've been looking at the Zoom <laughs> microphone. Have you heard of the Zoom microphones? It's an H4N. Fucking things like two and fifty quid. Uh, they, I mean, I, I've got a kind of a loose knowledge of it. And but... you've got a phone. No, but I want something that records well. Then you've got a phone. decent quality. Yeah, it doesn't record decent quality. It's not a... It's a shit mic. Are you, are you, are you just recording your, 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 your musings? No, I'm not recording my <laughs> are musings. Are you recording no. interviews? That's what, that's what I would use my phone for. Yes, I am recording okay, interviews. Okay, this, this just sure get like a bolt on mic or something for your phone? I don't know if you can get that. I think you can. I, um, I've definitely seen um, uh, bloggers and... Uh, Community people who've kind of gone to events and they just get a, an add-on, like it plugs into the the um, mini jack and has a, a microphone attachment. They use that to record quite common. Wow! So that may be worth getting. getting just into. throwing it out there, you know. I'm looking at it then. I, I was going to spend loads of money on a decent one, to be perfectly honest. But okay, that was cheaper. Quality of your interviewing technique, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to move on. That's a sick. I, I'm upset now. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. Um, at least so, you've got people to interview. <laughs> but that's not our show. Uh, I'm so tired. Do, do you really want me or John to interview somebody? Oh, the short show's not short. <laughs> We've had you on before, John. <laughs> yep. Sure, we have. Yeah. Yep. Sorry, go on. <laughs> um, okay. So I've been continuing watching Penny Dreadful. Yep. Um, which, have you started watching Vimesy? Nope. Okay. It's pretty it's just, too scary for you. Too scary for too scary. Um, Did you say too disco? Too scary. <laughs> oh, too okay. disco for me. 
Yeah, everyone knows him for it. It's it, it's horror <laughs> films and disco are the things that truly destroy the vine. It'd work. You're telling me horror and disco wouldn't I work. I can't watch Boogie Nights. I, I tell you, I I, I like disco. I like horror and disco, so that'd be fun enough. Um, still recommend it. Still good fun. Um, definitely worth worth a watch. Um, start watching that new series that E4 has been banging on about for the last few weeks the 100 or the 100 as they keep saying even though it really irritates me because it clearly says the 100 um, it looks very much like a Lost style TV show in a way um, basically um, the world is destroyed by um, uh, a atomic war by the sounds of it and so there's people living I don't think it's spoiling it. That's the whole context of the, of the show. Um, and people live on um, a space station outside and they're all quite mean to each other because invariably they've got to control the kind of uh, the, the amount of people living on the, um, on the station so it doesn't get too much for the food and whatever else to supply. And funnily enough, they decide to send 100 people down to Earth um, and the the adventure starts there. Really, it seems pretty um, common Pony. or gardened. It's, it's, it's hard to say yet. Only one episode in. Really hard to say. I imagine Yoda would love it. Would be my. That's how I'd quantify it at this point in time. Um, and read <laughs> read into that. By Yoda's read read into that films. as you will. I don't want to say <laughs> any more. Um, I don't want to judge it too much. Um, still watching Almost Human as well. Um, oh God, really? Actually, it's all, have you seen it? No, the missus watches it. It's I, actually, I, it's, I was, I was surprised. It's quite, it's quite good, good fun. I, 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 I like Carl Urban. He's, he's good, and and have, for the future. Have you seen Hemlock Grove? Um, I watched some of the first series. I didn't like it, so I stopped watching it. Fair enough. Um, it, nothing happened. Right, fair enough. Then I, I didn't watch it, but she likes it, and it's a bit of a horror type thing in it. That's all. No, almost human, isn't? It? No, no. Oh well, no. Is it not? I thought it was supposed to be a comedy vampire thing, isn't it? Are you thinking of um, Being Human? That's possibly it, yes. You're referring to the American remake of the fantastic British um, BBC programme called Being Human. No, Jack Whitehall in it. I I don't really watch TV anymore, I'm sorry. Okay, fair enough. I'll let you off. Um, And lastly, another one for Vimesy, the Vimesy Collection, I'll call this. Um, doesn't have, doesn't have disco in it though, um, and that is the continue. Are you sure? I am. I've not seen any disco so far, um, and that is the Hannibal season two, which um, is still very surreal. Um, is that the Le Chief bloke out of Skyfall? It is. Yes. Yeah. I can't think of his name. I've seen him in other stuff as well, and he's a uh, Mads Mikkelsen. He's a good actor. I like him. He is. He plays a right bastard. I, I, I still would recommend Hannibal. It's quite surreal, but the murders... It clearly is an alternative universe where serial killers around every every corner, like most crime things, but it's still great fun. And Dexter. <laughs> well, it's it, it's a lot darker than Dexter, I'd say. A lot darker, oh, right, okay. a lot darker than Dexter. I, I think you might like it, Proton, but it's hard to say. You don't watch TV. Is it on Netflix? Um, it's on, it's on um, Now TV. No, no, I refuse to give Sky money, the Legion bastards. Fair enough. That's fair enough. <laughs> yeah. um, no, it, right. it, you know, if it comes on Netflix, then yeah, then she'll be all over it. I mean, not Legion bastards at all. <laughs> got a lot of love for Netflix. 
That was a bit like you insulted his grandmother or something. Like that. <laughs> um, quiet silence. Yeah. Oh, okay, so let's let's do the news. Um, and there's a few a few bits and bobs here I thought were quite interesting. Was um, that the Dota 2 International being won by Newbie tonight? No, I don't even know what you're talking about. I'm not sure either, to be perfectly honest. Um, but yeah, the I, to, I mean, obviously, going on our, our ongoing love affair with Kickstarter. Um, Yay! The guys from Yogscast a couple of years ago now, I think it was, um, uh, got a Kickstarter project called Yog Ventures, which was where a indie um, developer called what were their names um, Winter Cool. K-E-W-L rather than C-O-O-L um, and um, raised a fair bit of money over half a million dollars um, which isn't surprising if you consider the, the bajillions of people that watch Yogscast um, kids mainly streams yeah. my, my kids like them, the shouty little bastards and I mean them, not my kids <laughs> um, and well, um, they, it's been announced in the last kind of week that um, the Kickstarter project's been cancelled um, permanently as the developer can no longer make the game. Um, and there's basically ongoing articles. Obviously, there's been definitely a lot of attention drawn to this. It's definitely a very mixed approach based on how people, people feel about Yogg's cast. And mm. obviously, there's, obviously, we have ongoing debates about the viability of Kickstarter and obviously the risks involved as mm. it isn't a pre-order mechanism, um, even though I think it's definitely treated like that um, for a lot of people. But yeah, um, the, the I'd be interested to see what, if there's any fallout from this. I mean, I, I kind of feel sympathy. I've always, I think there's naivety as well, but I don't know what you can do about that um, uh, for everybody. Um, it looks like they, they've. I think they're saying they're offering a copy of Tug. I don't know what this is, which is a very similar game to what they wanted your Ventures to be as a compensation for people who couldn't get the game. But it's kind of a that's the kind of weird thing with Kickstarter. What the hell could you could you do anything about it? I don't think you could, could you? Games doesn't get made. No, I think this is this is blown out as well because it's about the same time as the other Yogcast sort of con- news that came out around their Discovery Channel, um, and so it's kind of got tied lumped in with that. Um, it's, it's it's very separate, but um, so yeah. I mean, the, 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 there's lots of things that have gone wrong with this this Yogg's venture thing. I have the, the sympathy I have for them. At least they're giving their backers something, and mm-hmm. they seem you know this is the two years old. It's been in development for. Um, it was launched before. I mean, Yogg's cast have only. Really, I mean, they've been huge for a while, mm-hmm. but. They they only expanded really in the last eighteen months to sort of being more than two or three of them, so you know, it's I can see I can see why people are pissed off because it's you know that's a lot of money and people are saying well where did where did half a million quid go, but at the same time I can think well actually it don't go nowhere in game development these days is where it goes. No, I mean, in the story which came out today, um, it's particularly does really kind of spout naivety where the head of the, I mean head of the studio, um, had paid for an artist um, £35,000 to do a set amount of work. Um, two weeks after said payment was made, why on earth you pay somebody in advance for that is baffling to me. Um, but they did. 
he, that person got a job at LucasArts and said, no, no, I'm going on to do this work now. And there was no recompense in the contract to give back the money of 35 grand after two weeks' work. What a bastard. Um, yeah, he's a bastard, but it shows massive naivety from the, the studio's point of view. I mean, that's a, that's a remarkably idiotic thing to do. Uh, they're probably they're probably not business people. That's the problem. But yeah, he, he was just being a cunt. Yeah, I basically. mean, I mean, I, obviously, um, this is probably where it's very tricky to come from. From a because obviously I'm involved in the publishing side of the games industry, which everyone hates. But even though I do believe that they they are, I, I I can't say anything. But <laughs> I, they're not the evil entity that people presume they are. Um, and no, they they made a poor decision, and someone decided to take him for a ride. It's the bloke who buggered off with the money um, is essentially at fault. Yes, I, I would say that when you're running a business, though, and that is, I think it's where certainly indie developers, particularly, but developers are not not limited to, become very vulnerable because they're not ready for that. It's, it's a di- it's a different skill set. Be able to develop, develop a develop a game and program a game and everything else does not mean you know how to market a game and sell a game and um, produce a game. Um, in the sense of a production point of view, so um, I think they're different skill sets. But it, it, I mean, I mean, obviously they're trying to do all they can about it. And I know the guys um, uh, from Yogg's Castle. I'm pretty certain that they're, they're they're not happy about the situation in any way. Well, as you can imagine. Um, but again, what I mean, this is when you when you associate with yourself with an indie developer, there is always this risk, like any 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 venture. So we'll see what happens in the coming weeks. Um, on more PC kind of online gaming um, news, I saw that. I guess this is you, Vimesy, that put on this um, super data research. Oh, yeah, I thought it was quite interesting. Yeah, go on. I tell you, this is too close to me. I feel too close to home for you, is yeah. it? Okay. Well, I think it's just it was, it was interesting to me in the fact that um, fairly recently. Uh, there's been a lot of spouting about the death of MMOs, certainly subscription-based MMOs. Um, the last really big one being, I mean, pre pre Elder Scrolls. The last really big one, I think, probably being um, Star Wars, and everyone touts that as being a failure and whatever. And um, it was just interesting. There's been new results come out by um, new data by Super Data Research, saying that um, it starts off by saying that the Elder Scrolls Online had uh, was it 772 thousand subscribers in june which for a new you know it's a relatively new game so that's that's i don't know if that's a big number or not but uh, you know it's not compared to something like you know world of warcraft or something like that but it's just interesting there is life in subscription-based mmos generally um you know they were, they're talking about the fact that um when you've you've got things like Star Wars: The Old Republic, which people think of as a kind of failure, well, it's it's still raking in 165 million in 2013. So, you know, if it can pull those kind of numbers, don't think you can really call it a failure. Um, it's and if, kind if, of it's kind of tricky. Um, the reason it's tricky, and it's a bit like um, uh, any kind of the old cross mind. Now, I, I I do not know whether to believe any of these numbers at all. If I'm honest with you. Mm. Um, I, 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 especially always... when they say lineage was second with 253 oh, that is probably less surprising 
Okay. Lineage, lineage two. You go remember this is global numbers. Okay. Right. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Um, and forgotten the Koreans. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Never forget the I, Koreans. You'd be devastating. It's, it, it, the amount of money lineage has made is just absolutely yeah, eye watering. Um, but I, I don't know how much to take it. I mean, I, I, I'm hoping that I can kind of kind of squeeze information out to find out how accurate it is. I don't. I've, about Odd Scrolls, I, I simply don't know. Um, mm. But when you talk about kind of about Star Wars and about Elder Scrolls, the problem is it's not just. I mean, while 165 million for Star Wars sounds a lot of money, obviously it's last year, well, no. so re- re- relative what it is. The, it's the dev cost beforehand, and then maintaining the that, ongoing cost. The ongoing yeah, I mean, cost as well. Yeah, sure. they are not. Um, I mean, that's not, not 165 small. million profit. You know, no, it certainly isn't. That'll, that'll be net, but, um, but I, it's, I just, interesting. it's interesting. It's interesting. Purely because people are already asking the question. I mean, there's a big splash across IGN today about should Elder Scrolls go free to play. Already, you know, it's only been out what a couple of months, mm. um, and they're already saying I mean, they did the same thing with Star Wars, uh, which did actually go free to play. But hey, um, you know, and so you've you've had two big hitters with WildStar and Elder Scrolls coming out, both with the subscription based model. Um, you know, I know this is close to home for you, so I'm not going to ask the question, but mm. yeah. I expect there are much, much cleverer people out there who've done their homework and know whether this is going to be viable or not. Oh, you would certainly hope so. So, I mean, I, I just, I don't know, it's, it's, it's not really news as such, but I just thought it was an interesting, an interesting point. I, uh, I'm interesting almost, date, if it's true. I'm almost certain um, that, let's reference it to Elder Scrolls because it's probably easier to reference, um, I'm almost pretty certain when they were proposing Elder Scrolls, they probably had free to play in mind as part of its life cycle. So they may have gone right. Okay, well, but we're, we're, this has been a two hundred million dollar project, whatever it is. Um, that's a lot of investment. A lot of investment. It's a crazy amount of money. You compare it to some kind of small indie games that are costing. Half a million, whatever. This is a far, far bigger beast, far bigger risk as well. Um, they're going to try and get as much as they can initially. If that means they have to run six months of subscription game, getting as much revenue you can for boxes. I mean, it's still fifty pounds. I mean, I've seen that this. It was obviously Oddscrolls has been on Steam uh, last week. It's gone back up to full price. So it's fifty pounds. Yeah, you can get it for sixteen quid off some certain games. Well, I'm sure you can. Um, that it is a lot. Um, that's a lot of money to outlay, and then you've got the subscription fee. And but they're going to go and get the early adopters, get to experience that earlier, and then they'll go to a free to play model. So it's quite well that could be part of the business. Everyone always thinks this whole thing about oh, um, that oh it's failed, it's gone free to play. I, I think that only someone who's naive would believe that that has not been in the mind of the publisher and developer beforehand. Mm. If you see what I mean, it's all been part yeah, no, no, of the no, I do, I do. game. I, I, I have to write that. I, in I think, I think if you if you took World of Warcraft out of the equation, um, this would not be anything of note. It's only the fact that World of Warcraft's been an evergreen. I'll, I'll describe it as a probably a perfect storm title that's never really going to be matched again. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, there should be no surprises. But I mean, it's, it's certainly interesting, and I, I will definitely keep. I mean, I've, obviously, I've, I've seen the full data from Super Data through work because it's interesting um but yeah i i don't know how accurate it is um but i i wouldn't surprise me if free to play does come as an option for um tezo um that's not mean it's failed it just means it's a different part of his life yeah, it's another step along the yeah. way isn't it 
Um, that pisses people off, but that's still, <laughs> still the case. Um, anyway, last bit of news before this very short, super short for Vimesy podcast ends. Mm. Um, which Just I've, under two hours. I think it's the longest one since the 100 shows, isn't it? <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, it's not the fault. Don't worry, Proton. Um, it's my fault. I've got, I've got history. Um, Fair enough. So have I. Yes, yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. Um, I thought was, I just come across this um, this evening. Actually, I thought it was quite interesting. Was um, so since the blocking of um, Pirate Bay, um, the traffic to it has doubled. Welcome to the Streisand effect. Um, Barbara. Yeah. What did Barbara do? Well, they basically said she couldn't. Couldn't. Um, I will. Um, I am very good. Oh, I'm very bad. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna Streisand effect. So I'll read it out. Brought to a you. concept up, and now you're having to Google it. I, 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 is this I, the steps we have to go to now? The Streisand effect is a phenomenon whereby an attempt to hide, remove, or censor a piece of information has the unintended consequence of publicising the information more widely, usually facilitated by the internet. It's named after the American entertainer Barbara Streisand, whose attempt in 2003 to suppress photographs of her residence in Malibu, California, inadvertently generated further publicity. Similar attempts have been made, for example, in cease and desist letters to suppress numbers, files, websites. Instead of being suppressed, the information receives extensive publicity and media extensions such as videos and spoof songs, often being widely mirrored across the internet in distributed and file sharing networks. Yeah, I think There is a long history of people trying to suppress something. But I think it's just because she started it. So when anyone ever tries. When anyone tries to suppress something, people go, oh, I'll have some of that. <laughs> Basically, they'll have it. Yeah, no, I, 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 I think there's definite truth to it. I mean, I think when, it was when um, the publicity Pirate Bay got, because of that, would have been extreme. Because it was, people are banging up on tech news, it got picked up by kind of more non-tech news, so basically people at BBC were covering it, ITV were covering it, and I imagine that was worldwide to CNN and so forth. Um, obviously, it goes, oh, what's the, <laughs> what's the Pirate Bay then? Oh, I can get stuff for free. That sounds amazing. Um, which was pretty much um, my reaction when um, Napster was talked about. I knew nothing about it until the news covered it. I was thinking, wow, I can download music. <laughs> and yeah, you can get a single in less than three hours. Yeah, well, yeah exactly. It was, it, was, it was quite long. It was like a song every 10 minutes. Um, <laughs> but the point was that it did get that kind of impact. So I find it quite amusing that they've tried to make a big fuss about banning the Pirate Bay and they're trying to get the ISPs to block stuff in um, well, they can't, the UK. Can they? Well, no, they can't, and that's because it comes down to, I mean, uh, I, the the naivety of the government, and it's not just, I think, I think any government, I th- they're so out of touch with technology, it's quite baffling how they can ever have any kind of influence on anything. But It'd be they, hilarious they, if it wasn't so scary. It's, uh, I mean, I could go on forever, and I'm pretty certain that Proton could as well. Mm. Some, there's some baffling things going on with um, terms to... Um, public rights of stuff and this is net neutrality and well i i i find it i find the argument and this is what i'm getting massive on a tangent so i apologize to you vimesy particularly um how people don't see oh no if you've done nothing wrong there's nothing to worry about i'm thinking no but my emails my emails i don't care if my email to vimesy is just about oh look at this um massive dong massive dong yeah <laughs> um okay um but the NSA have got a copy of that and they're but, passing but, the picture but, around but, to their friends. I don't think you need to go as far as NSA, that our government think they have the rights to keep those records and reference them. And I, what I find baffling about that is it's always been illegal with 
that warrant people to look the government, the police, anything to look at your post, how is it any different? It's, uh, just because, oh, you've done nothing wrong, we've got to worry about, that's a stupid argument. That argument, I mean, like, well, except that surely I'm innocent until you prove otherwise. And you, you, I'm not saying you should have no means to it, i.e. a warrant, go through some scanning, this person has got a level of risk when you look into it, that's fine. But keeping people's records and what they're trying to do is blocking people, and I, I know that the UK has been particularly bad in the sense of Europe, and they've uh, they do try to um, they have not been following uh, legislation and uh, regarding these kind of things, and I just think it's come on, it, you have no right to this stuff. And it, I do um, think of what what gives them the right to feel they have free nothing, access to that. Nothing gives them under the, right. the scare of oh my god, we we're stopping terrorism. Like oh, they're ridiculous. Nonsense and terrorism. That's how it always starts. They're trying to protect you. Of course, it's an excuse. Um, but yeah, I, it makes me very, very cross. Um, because it's, 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 it's another one that I've noticed that you lot might under remember about the Streisand effect. It's a December 2013, so not that long ago. Um, some YouTube chappy uploaded a video of his Galaxy S4 battery con- spontaneously catching fire. Do you remember uh, that? Yeah, vaguely, yeah. Yeah, Samsung had demanded proof before honouring its warranty. Once Samsung learned of the video, it added additional conditions to its warranty, demanding he delete his YouTube video. He promised not to upload similar to material or officially absolve the company of all liability and waive his right to bring a lawsuit and never make the terms of agreement public. So what he did was he basically did. <laughs> mm. And it got round. So yeah, 1.2 million views in a week. Bless yeah, him. absolutely. I mean, I, 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 uh, it's yeah, it's nah, nah. That's what I say. Still on air? Yes, yes, we are. Oh, right. I, I, I understand where you're coming from, Beastie. Yeah. You know. No, anyway, I'm going to wrap this up while we're starting to two hours briefly. Um, right. So, um, we've got a Facebook page, Mature Gamer Podcast. By all means, post something there or whatever you do with that page. Um, email us. You could, always join, you could always join the Open Rights Group, which I did recently, and they fight for digital rights in this country. Obviously, that is, just to be quite clear, that is not in reference to our outro. That is reference to our previous conversation, but, yes, you could do that. Sorry, I wanted to mention it. I just forgot and then instantly remembered. Uh, fight the power. Fuck the police. Yeah. yeah. Um, you can email <laughs> us at mgpbitsandmaturegiverpodcast.com and various variants of Beastie and Clarky and so forth at maturegamepodcast.com um, but other people use Twitter at MGP Bits and like yourself Beastie yes a kind of Twitter <laughs> um, and on that note at Beastie Tweets about yourself Vimesy uh, at Vimesy 74 and uh, I'm at Fen underscore man and my show The Night Shift which we had uh, Dr Panda we, we were interviewing people from Chengdu Saturday oh. morning you said what? you could plug your show. I'm here. I thought I would. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quash this. I'm going to get a court order. And we're going to quash anybody listening to the night shift. Listen, it, you know, it was, it was an interview we did recently. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty proud of it, to be honest. Mm. That's all. Dr. Yeah, people, I can... Yeah, I, try play from Chengdu. Fucking China, of all places. As I'm, good. as I'll be editing the show, I can always add in um, some kind of uh, disclaimer or quacking noise or something. If you prefer, please do that. Be... 
Yeah, I he ain't gonna fucking edit this show. <laughs> He's gonna slap an intro and an outro on it and be done. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just I just want people to listen. That's all. And they should. I just want you, very... you can't play me. I just trying. want you to be my friend. Um, listen. The fact that you've come on our show to ask for listeners is a sign of desperation. Um, I think uh, we'll spare our audience some more. But, um, Proton, thanks for coming on in the no absence problem. of um, Everyone anybody else. Everyone else to make it. Absolutely. Um, and I'm, I'm sure we've witted on a bit. Hopefully, we've enjoyed the show. It, I am saying, I don't know about you guys, but I'm roasting next to my computer. It is boiling. You shouldn't yeah. put the oven next to it. No, I'm, I'm pretty cool. <laughs> silent PC or something yeah I could do that <laughs> could do that um, bye bye everybody bye bye see you later <laughs> bye